Hey, mister, those eyes are pretty cool. How do I get eyes like that? Well, first you have to realize that the 700 Taste Podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. But I thought they didn't own the rights to any of the clips that they're going to use on this program. They don't. But also, they're going to be using adult language and adult humor. So if you're easily offended, you should stop listening now. Because I don't have friends. I have family. Letty. In 2019, Jasperino purchased 700 tapes at a yard sale for $35. He promptly moved them to a safe house deep in the outlands of the Arizona desert. If you're into nostalgia, and if you like VHS, and if you can find them, maybe you can listen to the 700 Tapes Podcast. Inside this vessel, who is something far worse than anyone here has ever encountered. Hold your breath. Should you survive this day, it is one you will remember for the rest of your lives. Do not underestimate the importance of such a thing. Hold your breath. These people didn't leave. Come on. Whoever got Zeke got them. They're all dead. You don't really think they left with their clothes on the hooks? Photos on the shelves? Maybe they had weight limits. You don't know. I know you don't prep your emergency ship unless there's a fucking emergency. What's up, freaks and weirdos? Welcome to another edition of the 700 Days Podcast. I am Jasperino, joined as always by my co-host with the most, my brother from another mother, my alibi in time of trouble, the man, the myth, the legacy. Mr. Roman Alvarado, how you doing, sir? I'm great in your fucking self. Hell yeah, I'm doing good. I feel good today. Good. In the last couple episodes, I'm going, yeah, I'm all right. I'm good today. Yeah. I have some good shit going on. It's early. Right. We got the windows open, the blinds open, the sunlight coming in, the radiation levels are low today. Right. So my skin's not burning as badly as it usually does. (laughs) Here in the outlands of Arizona, you know. We got the nuclear thing floating around in the air all the time. Yeah, the fucking 
This system of a down, killer. I know. This shit is fucking killing me. So, this riff came to my head mm-hmm. three or four months ago. Nice. And I was asking my son, I'm like, because I wanted to use it for the intro, mm-hmm. for the podcast, for what episode it was, whatever it was. And I kept going, dude, it goes like this. <laughs> and we couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out. The other day I had the CD, yes, I still listen to CDs in the truck. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to it, I was like, oh my god, it's System of a Down. <laughs> so here we are. This shit is... So I think jamming. I think everything happens for a reason in its own time. Yeah. This song was meant for this podcast mm-hmm. on this day. Mm-hmm. I said this day. <laughs> when this the day. sun is out, <laughs> the windows open. It's coming in <laughs> like the grace when it pours down. <laughs> and it may not come <laughs> just when you want it. <laughs> but it's always, <laughs> I said it's always on time. <laughs> System of a Down. She's badass. Yes. I was over here rocking like, oh, Every man. once in a while, you, know, you get System of a Down going, the spirit hits you, mm-hmm. and you just got to take them an offering. Sugar. Sugar. I was actually listening to them uh, probably the week before last in the gym. Nice. And it, it was like perfect. You know, Hell fucking yeah. uh, uh, Bombs Over Baghdad. Fucking. Oh, yeah. Of course, Chop Suey, Everybody's Sugar. Everybody's going to the party. Areolas. Have a real good time. Areolas. Yeah. <laughs> Areolas. <laughs> Areolas. So the funny thing is... Um, Oreo cookie. I was in. I was at a, the dub show like a couple years back, right? Yeah. And Tech 9 comes out. What? So Tech 9 was like the, the main you know headliner or whatever. Oh, yeah. And... um. The job that I had at the time, I, I worked for, um, so it was, I was called respite and habilitation. So I was pretty much a teacher at a little boy's house right. that had autism. Okay. So okay. Um, his parents are from Kansas City, and he was really, really good friends with, his his best friend was really good friends with Tech 9. So oh, anytime Tech 9 ever came out here prior to like him going a little more mainstream, right. um, they would stay here. Nice. So, he was like, yeah, then, you know, anytime tech comes out, I usually have, you know, tickets and stuff like that. And he was like, this was like the first time I didn't because me and my friend, we've kind of just been doing our own thing. Right. So yep. <clears throat> unbeknownst to me, I'm at the dub show and tech comes out and he's fucking rocking him and Chris Calico oh, yeah, he is. are fucking rocking. Right? right. And then out of nowhere. Areolas comes on and that shit was Whoa. funny. They were rocking this fucking stage, like Damn. killing it. Like probably one of the best performances I've ever seen. Like it was dope, 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 dope. Wow. Where was that? Where was it? <laughs> so it was at the dub show. So the dub car show. I, oh, um, oh. It was probably like 2012, 2013. Wow. But man, they were fucking killing it. I was like, That's oh, true. this shit is tight. Definitely made me, a, you know, a. I've always liked Tech Nine, yeah, you know, yeah, just a little yeah. here or there. But I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, that's like when I saw, uh, when I saw uh, Deftones at U Fest. Oh shit! Oh man, yeah. I was never really into Deftones that much. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I always saw the stickers. People like listening. I was like, oh, "They're okay. They're all right." And I saw them live. Mm-hmm. Blew me away. Instant. Instant fan from then on. You're like, holy yeah. shit. Like, they, okay. Their live performance made a believer out of me. Now I love 
fucking love Deftones. Yeah, I'm like to be honest. I've always liked their their sound sonically. I've always liked how they yeah. sound. Oh, it's such a good groove. Yeah, and uh, in fact, I have um, around the fur on vinyl. Nice. I went out and got the vinyl album because my favorite Deftones song is "Shut Up and Drive." Nice. So yeah, it was cool. Anyway, uh, man, what have you been doing this week? Oh, hang on. Before we do that, mm-hmm. we just let, let you guys know if you're listening, you probably already know. But for anybody that might have stumbled upon this. Um, we are a all VHS review all the time podcast. Every movie we review is on VHS. It's original VHS format on the VCR right underneath my monitor in front of me on my desk. You can find us on your social media on the interwebs on Facebook under 700 Tapes. You can find our Facebook group. You can join that too, 700 Tapes Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Jasperino at 700 Tapes, and also on Instagram on the IG tip. At 700 Tapes, that is where we are the most prevalent. Um, I'm two episodes behind on posting. I'm just letting you guys know that now. Oh, shit. Yeah, I haven't been on, I haven't been on social media a whole lot lately. Neither have I. I've been kind of, yeah, just kind of off the grid, mm-hmm. doing my own thing. Uh, I'm going to post them anyway, because I took all the pictures. I had everything ready. I just never posted them. Mm-hmm. So the last thing on there right now is Valentine. Like, I'm, Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm that far behind. So <clears throat> I'm going to catch that up. I especially wanted to do it now because the next one was Dawn of the Dead mm. and the big Zack Snyder thing's going on now. I'm like, right. hey, because some more Zack Snyder shit, you can check out Dawn of the Dead on 700 podcast. Nice. Anyway, and um, go uh, to our, uh, on Instagram, go to our bio and there's a link there that'll show you all the places you can catch us uh, everywhere you find your favorite podcast. It'll also give you a link to our Etsy store, which I'm working right now on re- uh, stocking because I'm getting low on a lot of things because it's been so busy. Nice. And I've been so busy with side stuff that I've been neglecting my own stuff. So right. I got to get that Etsy store stocked back up because I'm running out of shit. I'm out of shit. I mean, I'm out, like totally out on some stuff. The funny thing is, I like I see, I see Jasper probably, you know, three times a week. Right. And, none of, of, and none of it's for my shit. Right. That's I'm like outside yeah. of the podcast. Right. It's like, hey, you're, you're a staple at the shop now. Yeah, I'm down there getting stuff done <laughs> for my customers. I never get to do anything for me. Right. <clears throat> and then Friday, I, I was there Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, Jeff was just so swamped. I was like, you know, I'm going to try and roll through this weekend, which I didn't. I left later than I thought I would. Funny thing is he's there now because I, I just showed you the picture. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, that's him at the shop now. All right, we're going to pause this so I can run down there and get some stickers done. We'll be right back. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But no, um, yeah, catch us on the interwebs. What did, you say, did you say Manon? Manon. Manon? Manon. If God and the <laughs> devil were playing football. Mano is the stadium they'd be playing in. He gave me a bunch of dead sharks. He has me. Hey, Mano. Uh, wait till I give him a blowjob. There's going to be whales on the beach. Whales, I say. Because I'm good at that shit. You are less than nothing to me. Oh, shit. Take that wig off, Robin Tunney. Take it off. <laughs> Nobody's buying it. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. I ran to Starbucks before we started. Oh, Maybe I shouldn't have because I'm all over caffeinated. He's all over caffeinated. That was funny. That was hella funny. Anyway. Um, no, but this week has been pretty good. I'm yeah. um, just, you know, fucking working. <clears throat> it's been, I've been a little under the weather. Like, if you can hear it, I'm a little... Me uh, too. Uh, I'm, I'm a little sniffly. It's other than that, sleeping with this damn window open. But it's shit. So, you got to. You got to soak it up. You got to soak this shit up. That then. it's too hot with the fan off and too cold with the fan on. Right. Then I got the window open on top of it. 
It's that time of year where you use the air. If you guys aren't from Arizona, you don't understand. We're in the time of year where you use the heater on the way to work and mm-hmm. the air conditioner on the way home. <laughs> Shit. Sometimes. It's fucking 39, 40 degrees in the morning and it's 90 when you come home. It's crazy. Bipolar <laughs> weather. It's all the nuclear radiation and the astro zombies. It mutated is- insectoids. Thank you, robot lizard overlords. Thank you. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Nah, but it's been a, it's been a pretty good week. I can't complain about Speaking anything. Speaking of Zack Snyder, mm-hmm. did you watch the Zack Snyder? Just I haven't watched yet? it yet. I have. <laughs> and you said it was four hours, right? Yeah, it's four hours long, and it's worth every fucking minute of it. Gotcha. So I made it a point. I finally watched the first Justice League, the 2017 one. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you I tried to watch it the one time, and I ended up not finishing it. You were like, I'd rather go paint with Orchid. So, yeah. So... <laughs> Or do was it paint or yeah, it was, does it do no, we uh, did a puzzle. puzzles? There we go. Yeah. <clears throat> so the day before I was going to watch the Snyder Cut, I said, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch Justice League. Mm-hmm. And I made Deacon watch it with me. Now he hates me. He <clears throat> hated that movie so much, he wouldn't even give the Snyder Cut a try. Damn. He's like, I'm not even watching any parts of this movie ever again. <laughs> Damn. So, um... I was going to talk a little more about it, but I don't want to spoil anything for you. No, no, it's all good. But I'm going to watch dude, it. A couple things. Like, I just got to use somebody's HBO Max. I got HBO Max. <laughs> Should we wrap up early here? We'll fucking have to make a night of it. Oh, I watch it again. shit. It's four hours. I'll watch it again. Goodness. I Man. love the beginning. Is so Okay. I like Josh. I love Joss Whedon. Mm-hmm. I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I love Angel. I know you're waiting for Batgirl. A bunch of other shit that he did. I don't know now. You don't know? Well, because that whole 2017 mess is Joss Whedon's fault. Gotcha. The Zacks, the, I don't know, the whole theme of the movie is different. Mm-hmm. First off, Darkseid's actually in this movie. Right. Badass. But I didn't like that the whole theme of that 2017 version was, we can't do this without Superman. Yes. It's, and it's Batman saying it. Mm-hmm. Batman's the one. We need Superman. And he's like, no, we can't do that. He's like, well, we need him. No, that, it wasn't like that in this one. Mm-hmm. They all made the decision together. Gotcha. Except Aquaman was the same. Like, you guys are fucking crazy. But everybody else was like, yeah, we need Superman. And they kind of made it together as a team. They made the decision as a team. Um, I didn't feel like they were trying to make the Flash into a Peter pussy. Parker. Mm-hmm. They were really trying hard in that other version to make him Tom Holland, and I didn't like it because mm-hmm. it just didn't transfer well as the Flash. The Flash was always a smart ass, right? He's always a cocky, like yeah, like shit talking. Yeah, and I loved fucking it. Fucking jock type. Yeah, exactly. And in the other, he was just like a cowardly. I don't. I can't do this. I'm just a kid. I didn't like it. Yeah. And they they kind of had that. He was just a kid in this one. But he was more heroic. He didn't have to be told to do things. Mm-hmm. That whole thing where Batman's like, just save one person. Just one? Just do it. You'll see. Oh, my God. Come on, man. Right. This isn't a high school musical. Right? That, and there's no Jesus. fucking way I believe this dude is fucking a kid. He's like... 30. Yeah. He's what? Like and, and he's already got a suit, which means he's been doing shit. Right. The only thing I can say about this movie that I kind of got on my nerves... Was the constant barrage of slow motion shots? Yeah, that's what everyone was saying. I got it about the Flash that mm-hmm. I get because you're in the you're in the speed, speed zone now. Mm-hmm. You can see what's going on, but the rest of it, oh my god, it was a little overdone. Um, I liked and I did not like the God shots because mm-hmm. everyone had every one. character got one, and mm-hmm. I know he did it on purpose. 
the shot from above in slow motion with the music and the silhouette behind him. And, you know, it was cool. It was very comic booky. Right. I liked it. And I didn't like it. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it was okay. I did not like that Cyborg was just a human head with a, with a yeah. fucking robot body. What the hell? That was in both movies, though, I guess. And, like, but, how like, he, he he walked all funny and shit. And it's yeah, like, he was like RoboCop. He's like, what the fuck? Because if I'm not mistaken, in shit, in fucking, um, which movie is it? Is it the Flashpoint Paradox? Oh, is the he, cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, of course, you, you see the his story or whatever, and he's blown up into, like, a third of himself, right, don't get me wrong, right. but he has fucking, like, a torso and an arm and, an and arm. shit. Yeah, he still has an arm. But now... He doesn't have anything? Yeah. And I think he had like a leg or some like half a no, leg. No, it was all gone. Like they showed him like, he had an arm. Then when he turned to Cyborg, he didn't have an arm anymore. I don't know why. I'm like, this is stuck. <clears throat> That's just like when we saw the, uh, <clears throat> we saw the, uh, the reboot of RoboCop. Mm-hmm. And they, he was looking at the thing. Like he was, it was just like his shoulders up was all, you know, and he goes, there's nothing left. I'm like, ah. Like, where's my dick? <laughs> How did you feel about fucking that RoboCop? I didn't really like it. I'm like, it wasn't It bad. was nowhere near as good as the original RoboCop. Ever. Oh, fucking, I didn't like that. I didn't like the Judge Dredd. That shit sucked. I didn't even watch that one. With, with uh, I, was gonna, I almost said Keith Urban. <laughs> I definitely didn't see that one. Uh, uh, something Urban, that's his last name, though. Carl Urban? Yeah. That's the guy from Ghost Ship that's eating the beans. Ghost Ship. He's from fucking Lord of the Chronicles Rings. of Riddick. Lord oh, yeah, of the Rings. Chronicles of Riddick. He was also in Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. Yeah, with I the like guns. that actor, but yeah, I didn't. Watch and it. I've never seen the show The Boys, but it, he's in that. Yeah, I want to watch that. There's so <laughs> many shows I want to get. That I want to watch now, and I have all the networks that they're on. Nice. I want to watch The Boys. I want to see uh, Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I want to watch WandaVision. Now I want to watch Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. So Mandalorian just keeps getting pushed back and pushed back. You're like, Shit. Which brings me to my other thing that I did. Let's um, hear this. Watch the Zack Snyder cut if you guys have not seen it. It's freaking bomb. I liked it. One difference that I did see in this scene, I rewound and watched again to make sure it was different. Mm-hmm. There's a part, okay, on the original where they get to the the warehouse thing and they're coming down the little ramp on the plane. Mm-hmm. That shot in the Joss Whedon cut is a close-up of Gal Gadot's ass looking at them in the background coming down the... Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. I'll have to show you. <laughs> when they're coming down the ramp on the plane, mm-hmm. it's a down shot upwards of Gal Gadot's ass is taking up like three quarters of the shot mm-hmm. and in the background it's them coming down the ramp like she's watching them but it, it was just an excuse to, to shoot her ass. her ass that same scene in the Zack Snyder version mm-hmm. totally different no ass damn and I re round a look and I'm like oh it is a different shot completely and like it's a little more respectful I guess mm-hmm. have you noticed the acoustics are different in here yes definitely yeah I don't know if it's better or not you guys let us know no, no, I think it sounds crisper. Drop yeah. us a line at 700tapes at gmail.com. I did some rearranging, and I bought another glass shelf from my collectibles. And uh, yeah, I just noticed the acoustics were a little different. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, that's what I was going to say. <coughs> Speaking of collectibles, Deacon and Orchid and I went to a toy show yesterday. Right. I remember you were saying you were going to go over the dope. weekend. We had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, they should have called it the uh, Star Wars toy show. Really? 
It was easily 70, 75% Star Wars stuff. Shit. Deacon and Orkin were in heaven because they're Star Wars nerds. <laughs> so, But I found a couple cool things. Uh, I got my cyborg to finish my Justice League set. Nice. Um, I got that badass Batman vampire that's directly behind you. I, didn't I saw, saw that. Already. Mm-hmm. Um, which I already had one, but this one is... So detailed and so dope, it makes my other one looks like look like a 1980s Star Wars figure. Damn, like, it's Kenner. so cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I picked up this Red Robin right here for like five bucks. Nice, freaking awesome! I got some cool shit. Um, and then yeah, we went and had lunch together. We had a good day. Nice. Checked out the toy show. They had never been to a show like that before, so nice. They were like totally overwhelmed. It was really cool. Everybody thought it was really cool uh, that they were digging through the Star Wars stuff. All the geeky guys behind the table were talking to them. Oh. What's your favorite movie? Who's your favorite character? And of course, Orchid, it's like everything else, picks the most obscure character to be her favorite character. Like, I like General Grievous. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Right? So she actually found two or three General <sighs> Grievouses yesterday that she bought. Not for, like, outside of him being, like, cowardly at times. He's a badass, you know, bad guy. I just don't understand. He's a robot, but he coughs. Well, I think he's like fucking cyborg. Robocop. Oh, <laughs> cyborg. I think he's like Robo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the you know one of those motherfuckers. Okay. I just don't understand. You're gonna be a robot. Just keep your brain. Get rid of your other organs. Anyway, it's my heart. she was pretty excited about that. I think Deacon Deacon picked up a R five D four or whatever the orange droid that blows up. Oh. In Star Wars, in the first Star Wars movie. Sure. Episode 4. Sure. The one that they get first before R2-D2 and he blows oh, yeah. up. I'm like, what are you trying to sell us? Deacon, <laughs> Deacon fucking loves that droid for some reason. So he picked up one of those and he got a couple of Darth He got another Darth Vader. So he's got a collection of Darth Vaders now. Like, I have Hulks. Mm-hmm. He has Darth Vaders. Like, all different sizes. <laughs> pretty cool. Right. I put Roman to sleep. That is not his Darth Vader impression. Fall off. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm nasally still. That was like in uh, episode three. That was my favorite part. That was the only part I really. So Star Wars episode three. I've said this before. Just la- watch the last twenty minutes. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Just skip the whole rest of the movie. But I love the part where he wakes up in the helmet and everything. He's like, "Where's Padme?" <laughs> and then the Emperor is like Smithers from The Simpsons. Sir, you killed her in a fit of rage. <laughs> no. Yeah. He literally threw his fist up and went, No. Padme. Letty. Letty. <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> I don't have friends. I have family. And I kill them. <laughs> Toretto. <laughs> anyway, all right, enough about that. Because <laughs> I'll just go on and on. Let's do a little thing we call The, the Tale of the, the Tape. Where I shall read the back of the VHS tape that we are covering today, which is Pitch Black. Hip. Sexy and scary as hell. That's uh, Northwest Cable News. <laughs> it's evil versus evil in an electrifying showdown the USA Today calls the best excuse to root for the bad guy since Arnold in the original Terminator. The daylight can burn you, 
but the darkness will kill you. From the mind of the writer of The Fugitive comes the pulse-pounding sci-fi thriller Pitch Black. Experience the psychological terror when a group of maroon passengers must face a pack of terrifying creatures whose only weakness is the light. With little power and dwindling numbers, the doomed passengers turn to a vicious convict, Vin Diesel, with an appetite for destruction and eerie eyes that can guide them through the darkness. <laughs> I can tell by the look on your face that you agree with me. This is probably one of the worst written backs that we've ever had. There's some good and then there's some terrible. Dude, I can't... Okay, from the mind of the writer of The Fugitive. Right. <laughs> that was definitely like, what? It would have been better to be like, uh, from, from the, the mind, mind of Fugitive writer... Blah, blah, blah. Comes right. the pulse parent. You know what I mean? Right. Or you can put from the mind of blah, 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 and then parentheses, the, the fugitive. fugitive. Yeah, exactly. Like, the fuck? And then the New York Times says it's nightmarish. There was a part where it said, like, you know, rooting for the bad guy, like in Terminator. That's yeah. kind of badass. Yeah. Other than that... You weren't uh, really rooting for Arnold in the Terminator. You're not, but... In the second one, you second were. Second one, for sure, because he's not but the bad the guy. But in the first one, you were kind of scared shitless, like, oh, God, he's going to catch him. Oh, look, Lily Hamilton's boobies. <laughs> screws and shit all over the desk. Nucks and fucks. Nuck and futs. <laughs> anyway, um... Yeah, so there it is. That's the uh, synopsis of the movie. <laughs> um, I think you were saying... I don't know if you want to talk about this yet, uh, if I'm blowing it too early, but... You were saying that when you watched this, it was a little more lackluster than you remember. So, off mic, me and Jasper always talk about shit, you know, that leads into, of course, the movie and us getting on the mics and talking. Um, but what I was telling him was, I remember, I can picture exactly where I was watching this movie, and I was blown the fuck away. Like, it was like, holy shit. And even, even in that holy shit moment, I remember saying, was this a low budget movie? <laughs> because the 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 CGI or the special effects just don't seem as like grabby as I would assume uh, they would be. Like the the vision of like the creatures or whatever, you're like, oh, that seems a little. I think it was just the time period because it was 2000. It's like oh. it was in that. The crazy of... thing is, I, but I base everything off of fucking Terminator Two, T Two. It was like. But he, uh, you know, know what, though? Even know. if you go back and watch that, no, but, those well, effects are still really dated. Well, I'm saying now, but T2 is, is held up pretty fucking well. Oh, it does. As a movie, it does. But the effects are part of the charm of, especially the first Terminator. No, no, no. The first Terminator. Part of the you charm can, is the Like when you're digging out his eye, it is yeah. definitely terrible. I'm talking about like when the truck blows up and the whole Terminator exoskeleton comes walking out. <laughs> But this was, you know, definitely watching it. I'm like, fuck. Like, I thought he was way more, uh, like, defiant. Like, when I watched it the first time. But now, I'm like... He was, kinda, pretty, he was pretty subordinate, right. you know? <laughs> it was kind of one of those things where the memory outweighs the actual events. Because mm -hmm. your memory is so good of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was the thing that I caught my attention. Because I've, I've seen this movie a few times. I haven't seen it dozens of times. This might be the fifth or sixth time I've seen it. Mm -hmm. But 
Why do you let that scrawny guy kick his ass every time they fought? Yeah. Until the very end, though. The very I, end, I promise like, you. It was I'm, like he was holding back. I was the whole thinking time. the same shit. I'm like, because you, you can tell they have history. You know, they're yeah. talking about it the you whole know time. That little drug addict kick your ass. It's like, you know, well, you know, I caught him, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, this motherfucker just keeps catching him. He keeps getting re caught. <laughs> right, like, what the fuck? Like, he does all this extravagant shit and then. Cowboy Bebop over here catches him. Cowboy Bebop. I'm like, what the fuck? He was like, yeah. I love me some Cowboy Bebop. Fucking nah, but this is to be honest, it's still a great movie. It is like, like you know, really, really good. I love it, and it really made Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, for sure. There would have been no Fast and Furious without Pitch Black. Because you and the the cool thing about like this in general, like the whole Pitch Black series or the Riddick series, um. He actually had to do the cameo in Tokyo Drift, right, to get the rights to the movie. Oh, really? So he's in that that last part, yeah. of the movie, just to get the rights to this. Really? So he owns the franchise. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. That was his stipulation. He's like, "Look, because they were pretty much going to can it, so that's when you get the next one that came out, oh, wow. where they're kind of back on like the deserted island. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, island, Not Gilligan, yeah. <laughs> the fucking." The planet, but yes, that's the one with barista. Barista, <laughs> we were making my jokes favorite earlier. wrestler, barista. <laughs> we were making a joke earlier. Yeah, my favorite wrestler is barista. <laughs> and he makes a mean cup of coffee, man. But yes, that is uh, Dave Batista, whichever one that one. I can't think of what the the name of the last one is, but of course the Chronicles of Riddick, and then uh, it's cartoon. Yeah. That's the Fury, what, uh, if, or something. Some that's like what that. Uh, that stuff. Some of that stuff from the intro was from the cartoon. And then the and they had the game Escape from Butcher Bay. Hold your breath. I am Groot. I am Groot. Yeah, and a lot in the same way that Selma Hayek owes a lot of her career to from Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. It's the same way here. Because oh, yeah. for a while, like because Vin Diesel had been in a couple of movies before this, like The Boiler Room. So it was, if I'm not like mistaken, that. it was. Uh, he's in Saving Private Ryan. Right, um, he gets shot in the back or yep. whatever. <laughs> it's so there's that um, knock around guys, yep. um, boiler room, and then there's one more. I can I can picture his face. It's like a, it's right before this one. I think it's like ninety nine, ninety eight. Triple X? No, not Triple X. Triple X from after this? Yeah, I think Triple uh, X is like oh one. Was it um, really? Fuck, but it's a it's a low budget movie. Oh okay, but it's his like I think his first oh, first. Oh, hang on. It's it's not a. It's thriller. that apocalyptic one, huh? No, that's that's later on. Fuck, it's, you're gonna make me look it up. Now. Well, we can look it up when we get to. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, but yeah, what I was saying was because for the longest this time, this definitely made anyway, it though. The way Sama Hayek was like, oh, it's that chick from from Dust Till Dawn. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's that badass dude from Riddick. Mm-hmm. Like before you really knew, oh, Vin Pitch Diesel. Black, yeah. Or yeah, from yeah, it's that badass dude from uh, Pitch Black. Like, oh, shit. So we want to get right to the uh, trivia and shit. So let's uh, get started with the trailer. Johnny Seven fires bullets like a rifle. Fires like a Tommy gun. 
Now it's a cap-firing pistol. You've won with Johnny Seven, the one-man army gun. It's seven guns in one. Let's count them. One is a grenade launcher. Two anti-armor gun. Three anti-tank gun. Four bullet-firing rifle. Five Tommy gun. Six anti-bunker gun. Seven cap-firing pistol. There's no other gun like it. To be sure, look for Johnny Seven. OMA, the one-man army by Topper. Work hard, don't they, Barney? Yeah. I hate to see them work so hard. Yeah, me too. Um, let's go around back. Well, we can't see them. Gee, we ought to do something, Fred. Okay. How's about taking a nap? I, I got a better idea. Let's take a Winston break. That's it. Winston is the one filter cigarette that delivers flavor 20 times a pack. Winston got that filter blend. Yeah, Fred. Filter blend makes the big taste difference, and only Winston has it up front where it counts. Here, ahead of the pure white filter, Winston packs rich tobaccos specially selected and specially processed for good flavor in filter smoking. Yeah, Barney, Winston tastes good, like a cigarette chug. The Flintstone has been brought to you by Winston. America's best-selling, best-tasting filter cigarette. It tastes good like a cigarette should. All I have to say is, wow. I'm going to bring it all around town right after the preview. Wow. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Barney, I like some cocaine. Me too, Fred. I'll take a bump. They say most of your brain shuts down in cryosleep. All but the animal side. Guess that's why I'm still awake. He's gone, he's gone. Why should he bother us? Maybe to take what you got. Maybe to work your nerves. Is he really that dangerous? Only around humans. Zeke! All you people are so scared of me. But it ain't me you gotta worry about now. Whatever it is, it got Zeke and it nearly got me! They seem to stick to darkness. So if we stick to daylight, we should be all right. everybody out here.
There is the preview, the trailer for Pitch Black. Did you catch that the first ad? Yeah. Did you hear what it was? The Winston one or no? No, the one before the the, the one man army. Oh, it was like a, a seven and one gun or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, okay. Come on. Is it? That is the gun Sinbad's talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jingle yeah, all, the way. Jingle that all is the way. Exactly where <clears throat> I used it. Because it's an actual gun. That was the one yeah, that he said gotta, he wanted. I got to show you the the actual commercial after we do this. Nice. It's really cool. It's black and white. Mm-hmm. The kids running around shooting everything. Oh, but seven yeah, and one. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. came across that and I was like, holy crap. That's Who's that it? gun. Yeah, I'm totally using this because <laughs> it's the gun Sinbad's talking about Jingle All The Way. Because you had told me when we did that episode that, that you looked it up and it was an actual thing. I, I do. like So as soon as you said it, I, as soon as I said seven and one, I was like, oh, yes. duh, yep. that is the gun. Yes, I did that for you. <laughs> Badass. So the Winston thing, I thought it was funny because it was the Flintstones. Right. The cigarette commercial. That's what I was like, the fuck? And then the commercial, they were both sitting back there smoking away. As soon as he said Winston, I was like, this is a cigarette ad? Yeah. The <laughs> Flintstones been brought to you by SpongeBob SquarePants has been brought to you by Marlboro. I feel like I had to like go put two quarters in and pull. Right, yep. To get that candy bar <laughs> tastes like shit because it ain't blood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the other reason I played the cigarette ad is because I am on day five of no cigarettes. Nice. I've not had a cigarette in five days. Nice. So just so happens uh, tomorrow um, is a month away from a year. That I haven't smoked at all. Nice. So April thirtieth marks a, a ah, whole year. Congratulations. Yeah. So, so look, yeah. five days. Look, yeah. I'm proud of you because you, you told me on day two you're like, hey, it's two days I ain't right, smoked. Right. That's badass because yeah. he's a fucking chimney stack. I am not a chimney. I wasn't a chimney stack. <laughs> no, nah, he's not bad, but he wasn't good. <laughs> hey, at one point in my life, I used to smoke two packs a day. Sheesh. That was back in the day, though. Like. I, I quit since then. Mm-hmm. I've, this is my third time quitting. Gotcha. So, I'm doing all right. I have to get to the point where the thought of it disgusts me. Mm-hmm. Like, I think about the way it tastes and the way it makes my fingers smell. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fucking gross. All of the above for me. It starts to gross me out. Mm-hmm. I have to get to that. And that's I got to that point. And now, with the exception of, I think, Friday or Saturday, mm-hmm. I got a little stressed out. Right, like, and that, and that's really, your go-to. I think it was Friday. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really could use a cigarette right now. Friday. Because when I left the shop, mm-hmm. I went to meet our mutual friend, this customer of ours. Got you. And I didn't want to go all the way to Levine to meet him. Mm-hmm. So we were going to meet. He's like, oh, I'm on, I'm on I'm in Central Phoenix right now. I'm like, oh, cool, I can meet you somewhere. Right. So I have to go all the way out to your house. Because he literally, from where I live to where he lives, is like 37 miles. Mm-hmm. So we were going to meet at like, First Street and Southern or something like that. He's like, there's a restaurant right there. I'm like, oh, cool. But unbeknownst to me, that whole area is torn up under construction. It sure is. And it was rush hour, and I was trying to cut through neighborhoods, and it wasn't work. Dude, I got so I was on the phone with Roy. I said, you know, I'm going to get off the phone because I'm about to lose my shit. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be on the phone with you when I lose my shit because I'm really getting angry because I hate traffic to begin with, and I hate bad traffic even more, which is stupid because I don't know anybody that's like, oh, I don't mind bad traffic. I kind of like it. Nobody likes bad traffic, but I hate it, and Mm -hmm. I was getting really pissed off. And then, yeah, I was like, dude, if I had a cigarette now, you goddamn right I would smoke it. Mm-hmm. But that was about it. Other than that, I've been okay. So every now and again, like, I don't know what it is about that first light of a cigarette. Right. That smell is like, 
<sighs> yep. It is, but it's just that first smell. It's that first light that has a, a, a very distinct smell. Other mm-hmm. than that, I'm like, Bleh. that's my thing. Yeah, like first thing in the morning, and then driving was one mm-hmm. of my hard things. It was something I did while I drove. Mm-hmm. But then I got my truck today to run the Starbucks before we did this. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, the truck doesn't smell like smoke. It smells good. I put an air freshener in there. It smells nice. It was really cool. Hell so yeah. yeah, just keep pulling for me, everybody. That and shit, your wallet to thank you. Right, and I was like, I could buy more action figures. I was gonna say you're gonna figure <laughs> out, you're gonna figure out another way to spend it, but right. it is not, you know, depleting your money or your health, or so, my health, or my life. Damn right, your money or your life or your bald headed wife. Oh shit! Remember that? Remember? Ah, oh shit! Going back on that one. You sure did. We're going back here on Pitch Black, <clears throat> which came out on February eighteenth, two thousand. Damn. Yep. I like that we've been kind of around. The same kind of date? That's mm-hmm. weird. I'm not even doing that on purpose. No, not at all. I think Vin Diesel's a vampire. This dude doesn't age. For sure. He's He's gotten a little thicker. You yeah. Know? Other but, than that, yeah, same he guy. He still looks like he's 30 years old. Mm-hmm. He's probably 50 now. He's, I think you know he's like 56. No, he's not. Bullshit. Uh, 56? Pull him up. Pull it up. Bullshit you're not. He's, uh, in, he's well, like... We're going to look at his discography. His, uh, discography. See, Richard B. His Riddick. filmography, anyway. Richard B. Riddick. What a dick. <laughs> yeah, July 18th, 1967. Told you. He's a fucking vampire. It probably doesn't help. It probably helps that he shaves his head. That probably... It... You know what's crazy? He's actually a twin. I heard about that, because Paul Walker was, too. So no, he, they're not twins, but his brother looks eerily similar to I was gonna say because that's him. how they did that ending of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was Fast Seven. Yes, um, they used his, his brother because yeah. his brother's always been his um, stunt, stunt double, double anyway. Yeah, that was crazy. Vin Diesel was born Mark Sinclair in Alameda Country County, California. California. Yay. Anyway. Let's get back. Oh, wait. You want us to look at his filmography real quick. Mm-hmm. So we had... Let's see. We're always so good at this. Did I just click on no? Oh, uh, you got to... Yeah, just keep going. Oh, I'm on it right here, right? Oh, that's producer. We want to be actor. There we go. So we'll go down to 19... Wow, he didn't do a whole lot. Look at that. He did a... Strays. Strays. That's Was the that one. the one you were thinking of? Click on it real quick. Because it, it's like a... Yep, that's the one. God dang, he does look really young there. <clears throat> that is the one that Rick I Rick is a of. small-time drug dealer and bouncer in NYC who's tired of the long string of one-night stands and wants a lasting relationship. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Just kidding. But it's that and then Saving Private Ryan. Saving yeah, Private Ryan. Don't do this to me. Oh, no. It wants to act all gay on us. Right. Shit. I was just an actor. There we go. So then it was, yeah. uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, I didn't know he was the voice of the Iron Giant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. No, there's no way that's before. It says Into Pitch Black. It's a TV movie. All right. That's weird. Okay. Right. Boiler Room, Pitch Black. Fast and the Furious. He did knock around guys after, after Fast and the Furious. Okay. I did not know that. And then Triple X. Mm-hmm. A Man Apart was pretty good. I've never seen it. I like Triple X, though. Chronic of Riddick. 
Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay, video game. Mm-hmm. That you were talking about that. Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick, Dark Fury. That's the movie, That's the animated, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, game Star. I don't know what that is. The Pacifier. Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Dominic Toretto, uncredited. That's funny. Okay, and he's right at the end. And that he did that to get the, the rights to the Riddick series. Right. I don't know there were so many Riddick video games. Neither did I. Assault on Dark Athena, dang. Whoa, what's this? Oh, it's a video short. Los, Los Bandoleros as Dominic Toretto? Hmm. That's weird. I might have looked up. Riddick, Blindsided. Man, there's a lot of Riddick shit. What is this? Right. Fast Enough, or Guardians of the Galaxy. He's Groot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wish Khalifa featuring Charlie Puth. See you. What the fuck? The music video. Ah, oh, that's right. Okay. The Last Witch Hunter. That movie wasn't bad. I didn't see that. I was afraid to watch it, to be honest with you. It's like, eh. They, look, did they skip over Babylon AD? Where's that shit at? Cause He's in Babylon AD. That's the movie. That, oh, it's right there. Right here. He was, that's a cartoon, right? No, no, no. That's Titan AE. Oh. No, Babylon AD was a weird ass. Like, was that I think the movie we, I was talking yeah, about? Yeah, was that? it like in Ukraine or some shit like that? Yeah, it's like... Uh, it's like uh, Apocalyptic, like yeah, it was weird. after the war or whatever. Yeah, I just remember he was cooking a cat in the beginning. <laughs> he bought a cat like in a market. Mm-hmm. He was fucking chopping it up and eating it because that's all they had. And they were playing "Bang Your Head." Yeah, and- mental health to drive you mad. Yeah, it was a cool movie, but I don't remember a lot about it. I remember it was about weird. a chick. There was a lot of action in it, but the, I remember the plot was very convoluted mm-hmm. and confusing. Convoluted convoluted so we also have Radha Mitchell Radha Mitchell as Carolyn Fry Cole Hauser Keith David as Abu Imam Awalid uh, Claudia Black that is the name of the weird uh, Farscape lady Chick, yeah. yeah she's she's got a butter face Everything looks good, butterface. I'm fucking though, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> Flip it over, baby. Uh, uh, Rihanna Griffith, I think that's the kid that was a dude that ended up being a girl. Right. And the funny thing is, watching the, the movie, the first time, I, I didn't pick up on it. You know, until he And says, then after the, they say it, it's obvious. It's like, very, oh, it is a very, girl. very obvious. I'm a girl. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, she reprises the role in Riddick. Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah, I think you're right. So, um, this movie had a budget of $23 million. What? And on the opening weekend, it grossed $11 million And world, uh, USA altogether, 39 And cumulative worldwide, 53 I wouldn't call it a flop, but I wouldn't call it a blockbuster hit. It's a... It's eh. a it was eh. enough... To it was it was good enough to spark a couple of sequels and a bunch of video games and right. animated shorts and shit. Right. People obviously liked it. So what that does is again that so with Vin Diesel getting the the rights and everything to it, I think he pushed it because it's been his baby. Yeah, he likes that shit. Because it's been that. So I think <clears throat> I I would assume Riddick probably did better. Yeah. Just because of the hype from this one. I think this is like a it's almost a cult movie. I think I, oh, I, I totally. I think it's one of those that it's the the grassroots 
that you have to know about before right. yeah. you get into the, all the outlandishy you know, other shit. You know, one of the only things I remember about the Riddick movie? Uh, let's see. What? I thought I smelled beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's a panty dropping line right there. <laughs> Especially if you say it like that. I thought I smelled beautiful. He was like, beautiful. Beautiful. Nutty, laddie, <laughs> nutty, laddie. So, um, the hot desert where they filmed was actually about 10 degrees Celsius, which is 50 degrees Fahrenheit. They were misting water on the actors to make it appear as if they were sweating. They were actually cold. Yeah, that was in Australia. <laughs> oh, damn. On this tape, at the very end, because it's about that time they were really competing with DVD because they just came out, they were trying to put special stuff on. Mm-hmm. So, at the end of this tape, there was like a little three to five minute featurette about them making the movie. Nice. It's pretty cool. Uh, Vin Diesel actually performed the shoulder dislocation stunt. That was when he was tied up mm-hmm. and he was trying it out. For the crew, holding a chain between his hands, although he couldn't do it with the cuffs on, the version we see is mostly him with some special effects thrown in. Damn. Well, yeah, we didn't think he really dislocated his shoulder. That's that was, badass, though. That was nasty to watch. I remember, ah. the, I remember the first time ah. seeing it, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, you know, that's how Houdini did all his shit, right? Really? When I put him in a straitjacket, mm-hmm. you can't get out of a straitjacket without dislocating your own shoulder. Yeah. Shit. Crazy. Well, all right. Vin Diesel set a filming in the South Australian outback mining town of Cooper Petty in South Australia that the location is an amazing place in the middle of the desert. Not a tree, not a thing in sight other than dirt. A few houses make up the town of about 2,000 people. I'm from New York. I grew up in a building of 1,000 people. Damn. Well, well, well. The contact lenses Vin Diesel wore in the movie, while a prototype during production, were briefly available to the public from LensQuest following the release of the film. They were called Shine Job, like in the movie. Wow. Go to go, the one right above it. Would you wear those? Hell yeah. Really? For sure. I can't wear contacts. Oh, neither it. can I, but I would definitely. Try it. Just to, you know, aesthetically look dope. Pitch Black was supposed to be a standalone film, but during production, Vin Diesel and the cast and crew had become intrigued by the Riddick character and the ending in which Riddick was supposed to die. This was changed to leave an opening for a sequel with Vin Diesel returning. The film spawned three sequels, Dark Fury, Animated, The Chronicles of Riddick 2004, and Riddick 2013. I've not seen the 2013 one. It wasn't bad. It's, it's, it's eerily similar to this last one. I didn't even know it existed until right now. Mm-hmm. So I got to tell this funny story. My daughter, Orchid, has some kind of fixation with Fast and the Furious. I don't know, because one of our fish had babies, mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of fucking, there was like six or seven guppies, mm-hmm. and they were all getting pretty good sized, and we had to keep them in a separate tank for a while so they wouldn't get sucked into the filter or eaten. Right. But when they got big enough, we put them in the tank, and they were schooling together. They were all just, they stayed together in the tank. Mm-hmm. They were probably about, I don't know, three quarters of an inch long each. Mm. They they were going to grow into bigger fish. Right, right, right. But she named the entire group the Tokyo Drifts. (laughs) She's like, I call them the Tokyo Drifts. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a badass band. So then I come home one day, and there's a bowl Mm. on the... Because we have three fish tanks on a dresser Mm. in the hallway. There's a bowl sitting on that dresser. All the Tokyo Drifts are in there. And they're all dead. Oh, no. 
And I was like, somebody put a hit on the Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I was like, what happened? She goes, I don't know. I cleaned the tank, changed the water. I thought I waited long enough. I put all the fish back in. The other fish were fine. Every single one of them died. So I don't know if she shocked them right. or what, but all the other fish are okay. Damn. It's weird. Now, jump forward to, there's some banged up stray cat running the neighborhood right now. Mm-hmm. The spirit and Orchid have taken to calling him Vin Diesel. They named him Vin Diesel. <laughs> and they're like giving him water and shit. Diesel but, needs water. Yeah. I'm like, what is it with you, Vin Diesel, Tokyo Drift? What the fuck? We're going to get a dog and name it Toretto. Right. <laughs> Brian. Brian. Fucking Brian. <laughs> Letty. <laughs> so weird. That's funny. Vin Diesel said that while shooting the scenes where his character was in a suspended animation chamber, he had a claustrophobia attack and had to be taken out of the chamber. Oh, he just lost some tough guy points with me, claustrophobia. Oh, that shit's real. I mean, I have, well, yeah, I have claustrophobia, but I'm not Vin Diesel either. So. Right. That shit is definitely real. <laughs> well, the character of Riddick was a woman in the early rough draft of the script. Pussy. I would kind of <laughs> like to see that. I'd like to see a movie where it was... Letty. It's Michelle Rodriguez. That'd be perfect. Letty. My name is Riddick. <laughs> that was a horrible Michelle Rodriguez, but that's all I could think of. So the backstory, I didn't know he had a backstory. Here's Riddick's backstory. Riddick was a company ranger in the military where he learned to pilot ships, worked in tunnels as a sweeper, and was promoted to the prestigious Strike Force Academy on Sigma 3's moon. Riddick spoke out against enforcing security on Sigma-3 and publicly stated that life on Sigma-3 was akin to slavery and the enforcing security personnel were murdering and torturing workers. The company disposed of evidence and arrested Riddick, who was subsequently sent to prison. All right. How we got three movies and we never knew that. Right. I assume that's what the games were about. Probably. Desert scenes filmed in the same location used for Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome in 1985. Noise. Noise. Two men enter. One man leave. Two men enter. One man leave. The film developed from David Twohey's unused idea for Alien 3 involving a space prison. Man, that would have been better than Alien 3, let me tell you. All right. When Carolyn sees Johns injecting drugs into his eyes, she refers to him as a hype. This was also historical slang for drug users, mainly heroin users, in the 1940s to early 1960s. So you're hype, see? Okay, so you mm. see? Mm, hype, huh? We don't want any hypes in here, see? Mm, see? See? <laughs> Certainly, see? You're the dirty hype that killed my brother. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does that mean then? Did you ever own a He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper by Will Smith? DJ Jazz Jeff and the Fresh Prince? Mm-mm. That whole last part of it, they're just going, too damn hype. Mm-hmm. I'm too damn hype. Mm-hmm. Too damn hype. Were they on heroin? I'm too maybe. damn hype. Right, maybe. Shit. It was Cole Hauser's idea for Johns to shoot up the drugs into his eye. Wow. Because it's one of those things you can't have tracks. Right. You know, something, you know, something like that. So it makes sense. People shooting in their toes and shit. Yeah. This was the breakthrough film role for actor Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. People with Riddick syndrome can only see things while they are moving. Dr. George Riddick described the condition in his 1917 paper. 
disassociation of visual visual perceptions due to occipital injuries with a special reference to appreciation of movement, which was actually the working title of this movie. And they just shortened it to to Pitch Black. Damn. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing this weekend? You want to go see disassociation of visual perceptions due to octopal injuries with a special reference to appreciation of movement? Yeah, I saw it last weekend. (laughs) Yeah, but this is the Zack Snyder cut. It's four hours long. It's worth every minute. (laughs) Well, I have astigmatism. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the sequel. It's not stigmata? (laughs) It's so funny you say that. Hold that thought. Although Riddick narrates the beginning of the story, his first dialogue with another character, Carolyn, does not occur until almost 30 minutes into the movie. Damn. Um, in one of the shots showing cargo pods being jettisoned from the ship before the crash, one of the pods is number 2E, a joking reference to David Trohe from the effects crew. I don't know. 2E. Oh, Trohe. Uh, mm. Why did I read that one? The film was an influence behind Doctor Who, Planet of the Dead. Nice. That was a David Tennant episode. Who? Because I'm a geek. David Tennant. Who? He was oh, uh, Mike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Lowry. My Larry. He was the uh, tenth doctor. <laughs> My Larry. On the Riddick Wiki website, Jack's full name is Jack B. Bad. Oh my gosh. Riddick <laughs> B. Riddick. P. Riddick. Jack B. Bad. Jack be good. Jack I'm be nimble. A, Jack be quick. I'm a bad. Jack man. be a bitch on this ship. Oh shit. <laughs> The film takes place in 2578. It matches with core samples read by Fry, 76875-87-656. I'm not reading the rest of that because it doesn't make any sense. Right. It turns pitch black exactly 59 minutes into the movie. That's cool. That is pretty cool. Because this movie is like an hour and four 50, minutes or 52 something. minutes. No, yeah. it's almost two hours. Trying to pull my glass on because it says in the back it is an hour and 49 minutes. There we go, so it's almost two hours. Sheesh, it goes fast too. It's an entertaining movie, so mm-hmm. it really doesn't seem like it takes that long. Pitch Black, Walking Dead, and Where the Money Is were the final film credits of Polygram Filmed Entertainment, which merged with Universal Pictures and USA Films during production. All right. I'm sorry, Waking the Dead, not yeah. Walking Dead. My bad. Pitch Black, Waking the Dead, and Where the Money Is. Have you ever seen Waking the Dead? Mm-mm. If you ever want to get high and watch a weird-ass Nicolas Cage movie, doesn't make any sense, but it'll freak you out, that's the movie to watch. All right. You heard it here first, folks. I'm done with the... Are you done with trivia? Yeah. I don't want to read anymore. I'm losing my voice. I was, I was hoping they were going to be like, yeah, we're... We wanted, you know, fucking somebody else instead of Vin Diesel, but Vin Diesel got it. You know, blah blah blah. There was no, none of that. I'm pretty sure it was like, yeah. Vin Diesel, the guy. <laughs> it was like when they went to cast uh, uh, Nick Fury for the Avengers. Mm-hmm. They built fucking. They built the that ultimate for, version. Yeah. Yes. They did that for Sam Jackson. So that's not the first time that's happened. So Afro Samurai. Have you ever watched oh, Afro sure Samurai? Enough. No, 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 no. Afro Samurai. Oh, Samuel Jackson for that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they that was built that the character was made for him to narrate. But didn't you ever think it was kind of a a rip off of Shonov? Mm. Kind of. I understand, you know, a aesthetically. Bit. A little bit. A little bit. I understand. Little bit. But that the. Weensy, weensy, woo. The 
creator of it was like, yeah, this was. He said, I envisioned Samuel Jackson when I made this. As a samurai. Mm-hmm. Show enough. I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, we got to get this started because let's get into the previews. There are previews of plenty on this tape. I believe Holy it. shit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. Wow. <laughs> All right, previews. First one. U571. That submarine movie. Trash. That I've never seen. Yeah, I've never seen it. Number two, I thought this was weird. The Skulls. And I thought it was weird because Paul Walker's in it. All right. And he was also in Fast and Furious with Vin Diesel. So mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. That's That, that was a movie about a uh, secret society on the college campus. You ever seen it? Mm-mm. You didn't miss anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> I also got the guy from Dawson's Creek in it. Oh, my god! The brown-haired guy, not the blonde guy. Gotcha. Not James Vanderbeek, the other guy. Gotcha. Uh, then there was a preview for The Mummy Returns coming out in theaters. And also an ad so you could buy the original Mummy two-disc special edition. And if you bought it on DVD, it came with two discs and a ticket to go see The Mummy Returns. Nice. That was, of course, the one with The Rock as the Scorpion King, mm-hmm. which launched his film career. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there was a preview for What Lies Beneath, mm. and I decided, this is a sign since that was on our trivia last week, mm-hmm. that we need to cover that movie, because I have it on VHS, and it's a good movie. All right. Have you ever seen it? I I vaguely remember seeing it. It's pretty good. I think we should cover it. Okay. It's pretty good. And Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. She looked good. She good. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, the next preview was for Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, the funny thing is, I never knew that was a remake. Oh, the Nutty Professor. Mm-hmm. The second one wasn't. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying I, I just but never yeah, knew that. It was that. a Jerry Lewis movie from the I, '60s. I did not yep. know that. Yep. Uh, and then the next preview was an incredibly long preview for Road Trip. With Tom, oh. Tom remember Tom Green? Mm-hmm. Remember when Tom Green was a thing mm-hmm. back in the late '90s? Daddy, would you like some sausage? Yeah. Daddy, would you like some? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I want to get on the mic and cut loose, but I can't. But it's okay for Tom Green to hump a dead moose. <laughs> My bum is on your lips. My, My bum, bum is, is on your lips. lips. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm lucky, you might just give it a little kiss. <laughs> yeah, when Tom Green was a thing. Yeah. Uh, then we had a preview for, for Jaws 2. Oh, shit. On uh, like the re-release of Jaws 2 that you mm. can buy. Um, then we got one for Bring It On on DVD. Oh, shit. It's already been brought. It's already been brought. I don't know why they tried to put Christian Dunst up in that movie, trying to make it look good when Gabrielle Union's in that movie. Sorry. <laughs> the funny thing is, she said she was like oh, thirty. She was oh. like thirty when she filmed that. Oh, Gabrielle Union! Oh my God! Grrr. I'm gonna have to take a break right now. Grrr. I was thinking about Tyra Banks. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Gabrielle Union. Did you ever see that movie? I can't remember what it's called. With LL and Gabrielle Union. And she thought he died. Uh, wait, it's a, is it like a scary movie or no, whatever? No, it was a romantic comedy. He was like a player, and he, but he fell in love with her for real. Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about fucking Deliver Us From Eva? Yes. Deliver Us From movie, Eva. It was Deliver Us From Eva. No, no, no. no right. I'm saying, because I'm, I'm, I think LL's in a... You're like thinking a, about Halloween H2O. No. Yeah, because they thought he died, but he didn't. Okay. They thought he got killed, but he didn't. Okay. That's why I was like, wait, because I remember Cause it he like... he came back and saved him. <clears throat> there movies. we go. There we yeah, go. That was it. Deliver us from Eva. That's right. That mm-hmm. was a good movie. 
Goddamn, she was. Oh my mm-hmm. god. And she was a bitch oh. in that movie too. Oh, she could be a bitch to me all out. She bling blinging with your nuts. I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I don't even fucking care. Oh. Say woo. So the next movie was for a movie called Head Over Heels, which I've never heard of or seen. But Freddie Prince Jr.'s in it. I'm about to say, I've seen it. That's why I was like, he's like Wait. a secret agent. Mm-hmm. He falls in love with a girl. Remember when he was a thing too? About, yeah, <laughs> when he was married to Sarah Michelle Geller. And then he wrote for WWE for a while and messed it all up. Mm-hmm. And then he was Freddie on Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. There he was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. That was probably his. I love that movie. Biggest you know role ever. And it loves me. And that was it for the previews. That was the last previews. Shit. That was a lot of previews. I was about to say, that was a lot of previews. Yeah, there was a lot of previews on this. I was like, damn, this must have been a rental. <laughs> for sure. So, okay, so now we got some credits. And it starts out with a shot of the spaceship in space. Of and all it is, things. It is definitely a, a, an alien-esque, you know, like, right. shot. I'm like, is that is that a toy? It's so is that crazy a model? How many movies you watch now from space that you see the alien influence in? Mm-hmm. And this, he said that this was a, um, an idea an from early idea for Alien Three, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that it has that same fucking spaceship shot, you know. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> Two weeks and I was out. R.I.P. So then, um, we got a shot of the ship, and they're starting to show credits. Then we get the Vin Diesel narration. Mm-hmm. You know. They say when you're asleep, only your animal brain's awake. I guess that's why I'm awake. I just want to drive my Dodge Charger. I can't because I'm in space. And you can't drive cars in space. (laughs) But I digress. (laughs) Let's talk about the people that are on this ship for further plot in the movie. (laughs) He's like, like, I can smell people. I smell smell woman. I smell a woman. I thought I smelled beautiful. <laughs> so he's talking about all the people that are in cryo sleep with him. And he's talking about like there's the guy that's bringing him in. Mm-hmm. And then there's a woman. She's about 30. I think she used to be in another sci-fi show. She has a nice body. But that face. <laughs> then there's a kid that's pretending to be a boy. But it's really a girl pretending to be a boy. <laughs> Or something. She's got her head shaved, which is going to be in fashion later on when Stranger Things starts. There's a holy man. Then there's a holy man that sometimes looks like Kevin Hart. (laughs) But it's not Kevin Hart, so don't get confused. Kevin Hart is not in this movie. (laughs) And he's got three white Muslim kids with him, which is freaking me out a little bit. It doesn't make no sense, None. but that's okay. <laughs> my my thought with the the whole thing in general was, there's 40 people, right? right. They're like, the only ones that made it. They they cut it down to fucking. Right. We forgot. Hang on. <clears throat> then there's Zeke. Then there's a random fat guy <laughs> who's around because there's got to be a first death, and why not? <laughs> like they cut they they cut down the 40 really quickly. Yeah, they did. Because there's only probably like nine of them. Yep. He's like, so, oh, and then there's the uh, crazy professor, alcoholic with all the, uh, with the mummy, with the carsophagus full of alcohol. So let's count it. So there's that professor guy, the holy man, three followers, that's five. Um, the weird looking chick from Farscape. The Indian dude. The, yeah, is that the fat Zeke guy that gets, get killed first? Yeah. Okay. And then, not counting, oh, then the bounty hunter guy, that's eight, and then the 
John's the blonde pilot lady. Mm-hmm. That's and then nine. Vin Diesel. And then Vin Diesel, that's 10. Yeah. And then the, the captain at first, so. But he died on me. He gets killed quick. 11, in if you want to say it. In a pear tree. So then he's saying, yeah, when you're on cryo sleep, that's a long time in space. My thought is 40 people on this big ass ship. And he goes, it's a long time for something to go wrong. Like, 40 people, you're going from where to where. Like, you think that it put more people, huh? Yeah, big yeah. ass ship, like. Yeah, you know, times is hard. There's a lot of flight restrictions, and right, can't move in and out of certain galaxies. You got to wear a mask. And <laughs> now you have a special ID to get on there that proves mm. that you know mm. tested. tested. Yeah, it's not worth it. Leila Dallas, <laughs> multi pass, multi pass. Yeah, yeah, she knows it's multi pass, <laughs> multi pass. <laughs> so just as he said, that's a lot of time for things to go wrong. Shit goes wrong. Like these little <laughs> space <laughs> rocks <laughs> come shooting through. Which you think if this is a spaceship. Shit's going to blow the fuck up. Well, not only that, they would have something, because there's always little space rocks floating around. Mm-hmm. They'd have some kind of defense against that. Mm-hmm. But they're coming through like bullets. Pew, pew, pew. Not only that, my thought is, once the hole is breached, it's isn't it? depressurizes. Right. Not only that, I would think it would tear up the side of the ship. Like, you know, like, that little hole would just blow out. Right. Huge. It would all been dead. We don't understand the dynamics of space travel in the 25th century, okay? Mm-mm. Yeah. So then um, it goes right into the captain's cryo chamber. <laughs> captain's dead. He's like, whoa! That look on his <laughs> face, he's getting shot. Because he's waking up as he's getting shot. He's like, what the fuck? Dead. I was about to fuck Tyra Banks. <laughs> in my sleep. In my cryo dream. sleep. My cryo in my have mad sex with cryo tire banks. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, the blonde lady wakes up with the other pilot guy. Mm-hmm. And he's being stupid. He's like, why am I landing on you? Why is there gravity? Fucking magnets. How do they work? Why am I falling at all? Like, why do I have a raging boner right now? And she's like, can we just focus here and maybe save the ship? I just want to see stars, man. I just want to see those beautiful... Oh, holy fuck, there's no stars. We're about to cry. I'm so glad this guy died. So then uh, they're trying... They're going to crash into a planet, and they're trying to control their fall. And they, That's when we learn there's 40 people on board, and they're getting ready to crash. And they're like, there's too much weight. And the computer... Gotta get my nose down. The computer tells her, hey, if you jettison all these people, there won't be as much weight. So she's like... That's a good idea. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. It's just going to be us two that live type yeah. shit. So the guy's yelling at her not to do it. And this is important for mm-hmm. later in the movie. She goes, I'm not dying for them. And she tries to pull the lever to jettison. And it gets stuck. And it's like, wah, 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 wah. Because what he does is he fucking, he manually stopped it. He fucked it up, huh? So it didn't pull. So the That's door... Right. Because the door wouldn't close, he stopped, yeah. and he was like, you have fucking 90 70 seconds. 70 seconds. Yeah, or some shit like that. To, to figure it out. To get this bitch down. So then they end up crashing anyway, and debris hits the window and busts it open, and she's like, oh, God, I'm getting shot in the face with sand. So my thought is, dude, because Johns gets out of his fucking pod, right? Yeah. There's no fucking way he's holding on and doesn't get sucked out. Right. There's no fucking right. way. No way at all. Yep. Oh, you got fucking, you know, bionic fingers and you held on to right. that shit. Nah, you would have been tumbled down there. It would have been over. 
Oh my god! <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> son. Son of a Wait, he's like, I just want some drugs. <laughs> I'm us I'm coming, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So then, um, I love all the weird filters they use here. Oh yeah. And the the weird stretching of the camera and shit that they did. I love the filters all through this movie. Mm-hmm. Nothing in this movie is shot. In like a actual lighting, all the mm-hmm. lighting's fucked up through the whole movie, and I love it. So they've landed now, and there's a big old thing of debris <laughs> behind them. And um, they landed now, and everyone's out, and the druggy cop guy is looking for Riddick first thing off the bat, but the thing's all busted open, and he's not there. Right. So he's like, "Uh oh, spaghettios." I was totally thinking that. That's so funny. <laughs> uh oh, spaghettio. So then uh, the other pilot guy, at some point during the crash, got impaled. Mm-hmm. And he has a big-ass pipe sticking out of him. Mm-hmm. It's like Marcellus Wallace was there because he got a pipe in him. Mm. Some hard pipe hitting. Mm. <laughs> mm. It got medieval on his mm. ass. And they're like, well, he died. Right. Well, well, hang on. More happens before he dies, though. Because... Um, He's screaming like there's a pipe sticking. He's like, don't touch it. Don't you. T-. Oh, no. He goes, don't touch that lever. Because he he's thinks. He's still in that. Right. Mode of she's going to jettison the people. So what happens is because because they walk up to him and they're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. And as oh, soon yeah. as. They go to t- he's like, ah. Right. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so they're like, there's a bunch of like morphine and shit in the back of the ship. Mm-hmm. But then they look in the back of the ship's gone. There's a what back. But. You said wet back, right? No, okay. wet. Just making sure. <laughs> I can say wet back if I oh, wanted man. to, okay? I'm sorry, half. Sorry, TJ. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I'm a wet black, okay? Oh, a black skin. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. I feel like you're going to pull you up something racist. You done did it now. <laughs> no, you said... No, not just, racist. Not man. racist. No, for one, you're my dog. Hell, yeah. Oh, Oh, hang on. We're going to take a break here momentarily. Pause for we're the gonna, cause. We're going to pause for this just because mm-hmm. we, Gotta said, say it. Mm-hmm. we said Black's a kid. Mm-hmm. Got to put it on, dog. <laughs> the I funny thing this. is uh, uh, me and James over at whatever, whatever it's called now, Screen, Screen Central. Central. Yeah. Um, we were talking about this shit recently. This song? This song because I was like, yeah, we, paid, we played it on the podcast. And now we're doing it again. We had to take our uh, delinquent habits break. Yo, and this 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 is so badass because it's, it's the, the Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> it's the, the album cover. The album cover is the Warriors movie poster. And it's got the baseball Furies. Furies. Um, I don't know who these Arab guys are. And look, that's kind of like uh, yeah. Mercy, almost. Dude, that's looks like, like African Bombarder or somebody. Like, <laughs> like, they just do some random people in there. We got Star Trek guys back here. All right. We got the Dingoes. Tres de la Quintes. Oh, look, there's the Lizzie's. Mm-hmm, there's sure. a Lizzie right there. Uh, looking for the orphans, but they weren't there. There's the Top Hat guys, the Mines. Oh, those dudes were in the movie. The best guys. Mm-hmm. 
So some of you are like, what the fuck does this have to do with pitch black? Absolutely nothing. It has something to do with Mexican black. Right? Wet black. Wet black. <laughs> what? There goes the black skin. <laughs> no, Coke and rum. Hey. What podcast did we play this on? I don't even remember. Um, we were talking about Cypress Hill. Because then we came with them, and then you played the music video. We actually watched the video. Oh, it was. It had to been. It had to been. Um, Dust of Dawn. Was it from Dust of Dawn? Almost certain because it, it fits the aesthetics of it. We. I got people rocking out to this in my job now because nice. of that episode. It's so funny. I'm almost certain it's it's that. It was probably Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> I, I love can't. Right, look at that's fucking um, yeah be, that's, that's not, send dog send dog right yeah, that's what that's I'm saying, totally be real for sure because he's in the music video too yeah he is but I'm almost certain it's um that's that that has to be be real then right here because it's them three in the front that does look like be real you're right that would have to be him it looks like him this chick right here I want to pull her straight out that picture oh I don't remember there being Arab guys, but there's like a bunch of Sabus here. If I'm not mistaken, it was, it almost makes you, it almost makes you want to think, I think it, I think it was Dust Can you dig it? Or it might've been the Warriors. No, I don't think, did we do this on the Because I know we, we referenced, yeah. Damn, we're gonna I think it was the Warriors because that was a long episode. That was like four hours. So we're gonna have to like we did figure all kinds out of crazy shit. <laughs> and then there was one. We did one episode where we listened to the whole John Cena song. Mm-hmm. I'm a bad man. That shit was I'm tight. My hand. I'm a bad man. So you guys are welcome. This was your uh, intro. Look at Richie Valens back there. <laughs> or George Lopez. That almost looks like George Lopez. <laughs> Sure, that's not Shane McMahon. When it comes to money, it comes to money. (laughs) Yeah, uh, go back and listen to our Warriors episode. I think that's when we listen to this. Yeah, if not, let us know if you remember which episode it was. Right, because we sure as hell don't. (laughs) Drop us a line. Drop us. uh, Yeah, drop us a line. So anyway, that being said, back to the movie. I love this beat so much. Hell yeah. I used to have a system in my car, and this thing just dropped. I believe it. Here's the old lady. Here's the old lady. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's Spanish? That's not Spanish. Be quiet, Betty. Not. It sounds like Betty. That's Spanish. (laughs) Anyway, okay. So back to the movie. Uh, It's a nice little break. Right. So, um, yeah, they find out, they said there was medicine on board, but now the medicine's gone. But somehow, like, it showed the back of the ship all blown out, but somehow the crack addict cop guy got to the medicine before it was gone. I'm not sure how that worked. But so, because Riddick says, he, you know, oh, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. So, um, now they've landed, and he's actually, the druggy cop guy is looking for Riddick, and Riddick gets the drop on him. Mm-hmm. Literally, like he's choking him with his. Chained he's got the shackles, chains, the shackles on his feet, which really suck to walk in. <laughs> but okay, so when they move you, because I got transported from the Fourth Avenue Jail mm-hmm. to 
Durango. Gotcha. Lower Buckeye. Yeah. And they shackle your feet, and then there's a long chain that comes up to the shackles on your hands. So you got to try. So you're like, yeah. And then and then you're chained to the guy behind you. And in front of you. And the guy in front of you. And you all have to walk in lockstep. And then they pair you up. When you get in the van, you're still chained to a guy, and you have to sit next to each other. And my whole fear was. This motherfucker going bite me. Had, no, it had nothing to do with being in jail or getting in a fight. I'm going to fall. If this van gets hit by a truck or something on the freeway, I'm fucked. I'm chained to another person. The door doesn't open. There's no windows. I'm fucked. That was my whole fear. It was so stupid. No, it's claustrophobia. But that's what I was thinking of. Claustrophobia. And if this guy gets killed, mm-hmm. I'm really fucked. Because then there's a dead body connected to me. And I can't. Even if he's unconscious and I'm not. Mm-hmm. I can't get out. Yeah. It was fucked. I was more... That was the only time that I... That whole weekend that I was actually scared. Mm-hmm. Like, the rest of the time I was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That was the only time I was like, I'm a little fucking terrified right now. I just want to die in this van on the fucking I-10. My God, I'm about to turn my phone off. (laughs) Real raw and uncut, baby. Right? Yeah. Like So uh, my phone went off when I was re-listening to this the other day. Mm -hmm. And I actually looked at my phone because it was in the truck. And I thought, because my phone rings through on the radio now, Mm -hmm. I literally thought... um, Somebody was calling. My phone was going off, yeah. So anyway, sorry about that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I got some stuff going on that I need to check so that I can't go into. It's family related. But anyway. So anyway, um, Riddick and the guy fight. And this is the first time I'm like, why is he getting the upper hand on Vin Diesel? So the funny thing is, Riddick has him, and then he fucking falls. Because the thing, the pipe that he was hanging on to right, never broke. Right. And then that's when he starts getting his ass whooped. So now Riddick's tied up again. Oh, now the other pilot guy died. Yeah. He didn't have any painkillers. So then Riddick is tied up again. uh, The Muslim guys are praying. And what else is going on? The professor dude is an alcoholic. Um, He's mad because he broke his glasses. But he has a sarcophagus full of alcohol. Mm -hmm. The good shit. The weird Farscape chick is also there. She can fix stuff. Yep. And then there's the kid and then the other, the fat paranoid guy that just kind of is there to be the first The one that has the, for one, I assume he's Indian. He's like the most generic guy. Like he's racially ambiguous. Like Mm -hmm. you can't tell what he is. I'm like, he has a British accent. Right. It's like, all right. Maybe he's Mexican. I don't know. Right. Puerto Rican, Costa Rican. I don't know. But yes. He seems almost worthless, other than pulling bodies. Yep, and shooting people. Right, and burying people and fighting the whole. Oh, because anyway. that's the random fat guy. Yeah, yeah, the random guy that he that shoots. Gets, yes. So anyway, so they're talking about how the gravity gravity is heavier there because it's harder to breathe. Mm-hmm. And then the ship, they they get up on the thing and they look down and there's just a mile long trail of ship. Like holy ship's shit! Ship's totally fucked. Holy ship! <laughs> <laughs> So, everybody thanks the Blondie for saving their lives. What was her name? Carolyn? Yeah. Everybody's thanking Carolyn for saving their lives. <laughs> no problem, guys. I <laughs> saved it yeah. twice. Yeah, no, uh, sure. Uh, no problem. Uh, uh, awkward. Right. Yeah. I blew you bitches <coughs> up back there. Right. So, she's feeling all weird about that. So, then the professor dude is looking at his alcohol, and then 
Um, there's no water, so everybody's drinking alcohol, which is great because it's just going to dehydrate you more. Mm-hmm. So Riddick is working on escaping again, and this is when he dislocates his shoulders. Mm-hmm. It's like because he's tied with his arms over him, and he like dislocates his no, shoulders. his arms are behind him. Oh, that's right, and he dislocates them to get them over, over him. That's, ah, because yeah. he know he knew that there was. Ah. Just think, just think, if you misgauge the distance. Oh. To try to get over? Yeah. Yeah, you're fucked. Ah. Yeah. Ah. I don't like thinking about that. So we talked about this, and this is a good topic because Easter's coming up. It's actually next weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, do you really, do you usually do stuff on Easter? Or? Um, Like Resurrection Sunday, yeah. you know, stuff like that. We'll do some house cleaning right now. Or do you want to try and podcast on Saturday instead of Sunday? Possibly. Okay, we'll see. Figure it we'll out. We'll see how that works out. But Easter's coming up. I don't really know how we got on the topic of this yesterday, but we were talking about that. Um, when Jesus was crucified, mm-hmm. when they crucify you, they dislocate your shoulders because mm-hmm. they have to to get him in that form mm-hmm. that they hang you in. Mm-hmm. And then your feet are nailed down and you have to push up with your legs to breathe. Because I was telling somebody, the crucifixion doesn't kill you. You die choking on your own vomit because you can't breathe. You self-asphyxiate is mm-hmm. what kills you. If the torture doesn't kill you first. Mm-hmm. So you have to push up with your legs to breathe. So after a while, if you've been hanging there too long, you're still alive. They just come by and break your legs. So mm. you can't push up to breathe. So then you start puking and then you choke on your own vomit and die. That's why they said crucifixion was one of the worst ways you could ever die as a human. <clears throat> but then I went on to say that Jesus fulfilled. Well, first off, there's like 240 prophecies in the old testament about the messiah and jesus mm-hmm. allegedly fulfilled all of them mm-hmm. which is astronomical but the one um the one uh prophecy that he fulfilled there was they said not one bone in his body would be broken so when they came by to break jesus's legs he was already dead so they didn't break his legs wow Ful- thus fulfilling the second to the last prophecy mm-hmm. the last one being that he would come back from the dead which right. he did so but yeah, I don't know why we were talking about the yesterday, but yeah, the, the whole dislocating your shoulder thing, uh, it's fucking disgusting. It grosses mm. me out. Mm. Anyway, mm. so Riddick's gone again. He just got out of it. He's, you know, he's gone. So now um, the druggy cop is going out to find him. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look for water. The rest of them want to look for water. And this is when they figure out that there's three suns. I was about to say, the planet has three suns. And um, one of the suns is blue. Mm-hmm. So the Muslim guy's like, it's a blue sun, we will follow it to water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sign from Allah. I don't know why I sound like the aliens from Galaxy Quest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those poor people. <laughs> so anyway, they start following the blue sun. And um, John said, that's, you know, that's the same way Riddick ran. So it yeah, is. and they were like, "But you said you found his cuffs over there." He's like, "Yeah, that's why I know he went the other way." He's trying to throw me off. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, the kid is all obsessed with Riddick and wants to be like Riddick. It's like the kid's hero. So then they find uh, giant skeletons of these crazy creatures everywhere. It's like a big graveyard, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Whoa, look at that!" They're pretty cool looking skeletons, I thought. Mm-hmm. And um, it reminded me of the boneyard from Lion King. Oh, you know what it reminded me of? You remember that little skeleton dragon thing that you could... Uh, you might not remember. And what? 
It was a carrier, mm-hmm. but it looked like a dragon skeleton or like a big lizard skeleton. Mm-hmm. It had little clamps on it. You clipped your He-Man figures into oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That's That's what it reminded me nice. of. Nice. And he'd be like, dong, 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 dong. Everybody off. I never had one, of course, because, mm. you know. It was either that or Battle Cat, and I wasn't going to give a fucking Battle Cat. No, Shit. fuck that. Everybody hates Blaster. Dude, Battle Cat's <laughs> been everywhere, and I've been so tempted to buy a Battle Cat and a He-Man, because mm-hmm. they re-released the figures. Oh, nice. And they look like the 1984 figures. Did Kenner do those as well? Uh, yes, no? I think so. And they're like, retro play, and I'm like, I want a Battle Cat and a He-Man. So bad I can fucking taste it. <laughs> and I didn't buy a Battle Cat, and now I'm not seeing them as often, which means they'll be on eBay for 100 bucks, And that's when I'll buy one. Well, God forbid I buy one at the store for $25 when they come out. Not nah, because that's then, how I do things. Not only that, but if you did it at $25, then that'd be worth $11. you are like, fuck! I don't care, though. That's the thing. I'm not really care what they're worth. I just wanted a battle cap. But honestly, the reason I didn't go in, look around you. Where the fuck am I going to put it? Right. Where do you put He-Man? Because I feel like you then have to get a She-Ra and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Skeletor. I was like, stop. If I got He-Man, I got to have Skeletor. You got to go, you know. So when I was a kid... Mm-hmm. On my birthday one year, this was a big thing because my dad never did this. He took me to Kmart mm. and he said I could get three He-Man figures. Blue light special? Right. Oh, shit. He said I'd get three He-Man figures. Mm-hmm. These were my first He-Man figures. I never had He-Man figures before. Gotcha. I, I eventually had a lot of them. Because mm-hmm. every time my birthday or Christmas came, anybody would ask me, give me He-Man figures. Here's nice. a list. Here's what I need. Oh, shit. You know, so people that would buy me gifts would give me He-Man stuff. That's how I got it. Mm-hmm. I got... Skeletor. Nice. He-Man. Nice. You ready for this? Prince Adam. Oh. And all my friends are like, why don't you get Prince Adam for? He's lame. He's got purple tights. And I said, how's he going to become He-Man if he ain't Prince Adam first? Right. That's how my brain worked. Makes sense. So, yeah. I had to have Prince Adam run behind a bush or something. By the, the power, power of Grayskull. Did I remember when I got Battle Cat? I almost shit myself. I was so fucking happy. My grandma Brown got me Battle Cat. I'll tell you a story about Grandma Brown next on our next episode because I think it'll be more appropriate. Everybody hates Blaster. That's why every yes. time I every time I think of Battle Cat, yeah, I always think of Blaster. Battle Cat was badass though. He was oh like yeah, yeah, for sure. Fucking Blaster. For sure. Like he was like. What a was Saber Blaster? Tooth. He was like a pink. He was like a, he's like a saber tooth tiger. Uh, you know, he was like pink, wasn't he? Yeah. That's so funny. But and then all the kids jumped him. <laughs> <laughs> There's Blaster. Get him. Get him. <laughs> so anyway, um. The planet has three suns. They follow the blue sun. The kid's all obsessed with Riddick. He thinks he's like the coolest. Mm-hmm. So then they find giant skeletons, which is how we got into the He-Man thing. Um, and they're looking around, and they're walking right underneath a big old rib cage. And Riddick's just chilling right there. Right, he's like, he's, huh. like <laughs> he's just laying right there chilling. I love this in this movie. He's always like one step ahead of everybody. <laughs> so um, Blondie and Drugged Out Cop have a moment where she's telling him... How she was going to blast everybody into space, but the thing jammed. And then Riddick is actually standing behind them, and they mm-hmm. don't even know it. And he's so slick. He has a knife like he made out of one of the bones, mm-hmm. and he slices off some of her hair, and she doesn't even notice. And when they walk away, it's okay. He like, smells it, and then he blows it away. I got you, bitch. Right? I could have killed you. And he was going to kill her. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. He was going to shank her until she said she was going to kill everybody. And he was like, oh, that's my kind of bitch. I got Shit. some leverage. Hell yeah. Mm. I think he was happy because she was going to kill everybody. He's like, oh, yeah. I got some leverage. Okay, right. I'm going to make this happen. So uh, now the Muslim dude, oh, no, the Muslim kids find a solar panel-powered toy 
buried in the ground as like a little robot. Mm-hmm. I liked the way they did the solar shit. Oh yeah, in yeah, this yeah. movie, everything had little gears where as soon as the light hit it, they're like. Gee, gee, it gee, it gee, reminded gee, me gee. of fucking Danger World Robinson. Danger, yeah, totally danger, that kind danger. of thing. I just like that whole cog work type type stuff, like very steampunky. Not only that, know. but it it, it makes sense. It's, you know, you automatically understand that it is solar. You get 22 years of sun, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you? Right. You know. You automatically understand, okay, cool, this is, you know, renewable energy. The importance of it. I can use it. This is practical. It made sense. Right. So then they find the deserted mining colony, Mm -hmm. and they're all excited. There's a model of the solar system in there, which is important for later. Mm -hmm. And there's a ship they can escape on. Wait, 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 wait. Would you consider this, like, four shadowing oh my god <laughs> because <laughs> it's it's foreshadowing you understanding that you know yeah i'm sorry yeah. sorry you guys i'm gonna go i'm gonna push my mic away now okay <laughs> uh, no but that is definitely what it is it is that foreshadowing was my drink i wasn't hitting a bong <laughs> it almost sounded like that. Nah. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it's definitely foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. But I... But I... I'm going back and editing that out. Oh! Damn, son. Damn, you don't careful. stand, you sit down. What are you I talking do. about? Be humble. <laughs> sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Be humble. Bitch, sit down. King Kuna. Um, <laughs> King Kuda. King Kuti. King Kuti. He's got cooties. Kid Kuti. I am never. Never living as it down. As long as I live, going to live that down. Never. If Look, I die before Roman at my funeral, he is going to get up to do my eulogy and go. I gotta tell y'all a story. <laughs> Not only that, I'm gonna bring up the Michael Jackson shit too. <laughs> What's the Michael Jackson shit? <laughs> mama say, Mama say. Oh my God! <laughs> I had somebody tell me. I think I told you this already. Somebody was me. like, "I'm listening to my phone, going, why are you arguing? You're wrong. <laughs> why are you arguing with Roman? You're seriously arguing with Roman about Michael Jackson. You're wrong. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know what my response to that person was. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> I've been singing it wrong for 30 years. Right? <laughs> Why stop now? I'm saying I'm saying my mom was I was like, no. Fight me. Fight me. <laughs> so anyway, oh. um, they also found uh, like a water thing. So I'm just going to say this now. Oh, okay. This is a fun app. This is a fun ass episode. I know we always say it off the mics, right, but right. I'm going to say it on I'm the mic right time. now. This shit is funny as shit. I'm having a good time. I think it's, I think it's because the sun is up right now. Right, it's weird. We got an early start. We're Damn right. Tired. Like, Damn right. Just so you guys know, like it's going on seven o'clock our time right now. Oh no, it's not. Mike, it's off. Yeah, it's I'm an five, hour off. It's five forty-five. Normally, we wouldn't even be starting yet. Like we right. usually start these around six thirty, six thirty-seven o'clock at night. Sometimes eight, mm-hmm. ten o'clock. Everyone's been at a Halloween party. <laughs> <laughs> that was like 11.47. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was, <laughs> and we have vowed to never do that again. Never, never ever. ever. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Guys, go back and listen to the Halloween episode, Night of the Living Dead, if you haven't heard it. It's, oh, we were living dead for sure. Ooh, boy. Goodness gracious. Goodness me. <laughs> oh, mercy, mercy me. 
So anyway, um, there's also like a water well thing mm-hmm. that they're like excited about, which also runs on solar. Look, that water looked kind of thick too. Oh were, well, it's been 22 years. What like, the fuck is that? So um, back at the uh, crash ship, mm-hmm. um, they're fucking around doing some shit and. The guy is up there watching, the, the professor guy is up keeping watch, and he hears a noise. He's like, what is that? And he goes down, and the kid and weird Farscape chick are down there mm-hmm. working on a door or something weird. And he's like, did you guys make a noise? They're like, no. And then they hear another noise, and they're like hiding, and they look outside, and they see feet, and they think Riddick came back. And they're like, oh, shit. So then he comes to the door, and they open the door, and it's some fat guy. And he's like, thank God. I thought I was the only survivor. And somebody blows out the back of his head. Like, holy shit. And then he falls over, and it's the fat, ambiguously, racially ambiguous guy. Mm-hmm. We don't know what he is, the other fat guy. And he's like, oh, God, I thought it was Riddick. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then you see Riddick sitting up under the Riddick umbrella. Riddick is sitting up on the little stoop that the drinking. guy had made, drinking his drink. And he's just kind of chilling. So I was, just, I was informed. I would say he was vibing, mm-hmm. but I'm not allowed to say that. Oh, okay. I uh, I said that the other day because my daughter says all oh, I'm just vibing I'm just vibing, mm-hmm. so I was like I said something and I was like yeah I was just vibing, she looked at me, like, I had just the plague yeah like mm-hmm. horror, absolute horror on her face, and then she looks over at Spirit and she goes the boomer said vibing, <gasps> and I was like really, and then she's like you can't say that, <laughs> so yeah I'm not allowed to say that so you got you just got to go back to chilling. Yeah, chilling like a villain. I'm posted. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Damn. Vibing. Soft, Just feeling the vibes. Soft chain. For sure. For <laughs> shizzle. For shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> <little. laughs> so one thing I do like about just even this shot, you know, in general, it's like, oh, hey, that's the bad guy. You know, it, it, right. it is very prominent. Like, hey, that's the bad yeah. guy. Like, this is actually shot because it says sci-fi slash horror. Yeah. It's shot as like a horror, yeah. horror-esque movie. until like a slasher the, movie almost. Yeah, for sure. Like, the coolest guy in the whole movie is mm-hmm. the villain, mm-hmm. A, but he's not the villain. Right. He's kind of a protagonist, kind of right. anti-hero, right. which is what I love. Because you can kind of tell underneath it all, he's he's an okay guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He 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 probably all the shit he did was for a reason, right? You know where you can kind of hear from his backstory, you know. And then you do get to the point where you're villainized enough because I've lived this. Mm-hmm. You're villainized enough that you're like, you know what? If I got to be the villain in your story to make you feel better, so be it. Oh, for sure. You know like, what I mean? If I got to be the bad guy, I'm just, I'm just gonna play the role to its fullest potential. You know, I tell people all the time, you're a villain in somebody's book. Right. No no matter your intention, you know, it is all about results. Right. And those results can make you the fucking hero or the villain. Yep. Figure it out. So, um, they, uh, they were, yeah, so they were thinking it was really good. It was a survivor. He gets killed. So he was hanging out the whole time up on the little thing. The ship they found at the mining colony thing is dead. It needs... Cell cells. batteries, mm-hmm. battery cells. Um, so the trigger happy guy that shot the other dude, he's dragging that body away to bury it, right. clean up his mess, and uh, he finds a hole, and he's like, "I'm going to stick my head in this hole for no reason, right? Other than I must be the first victim in this movie, second, third, 
technically. Well, no, that gets killed by the creatures. Gotcha. Oh, gotcha. You, you want to qualify it, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he sticks his head in the hole, gets dragged in the hole, and gets eaten. Wah, wah, but wah. the way they shoot it, you you automatically think it's Riddick. No, the, I didn't. Really? Well, because I knew there were creatures in the movie. I could say if I was a character in the movie, mm-hmm. I would have absolutely thought it was Riddick. Because at the moment, they're building Riddick up. They're building his I mystique. Think, but I think it was too... Uh, it was too messy to be Riddick. Gotcha. I, I didn't think it was Riddick at all when I first saw the movie. It's one of those but where you're I, like, oh. I, it's kind of cheating, though, only because I knew there were creatures mm-hmm. and they were underground. So anyway, he gets fucked up and he gets eaten, and they, but they all think Riddick did it. Mm-hmm. So he is fighting. He gets in a fight again with Druggy Cop because he gets jumped, mm-hmm. which is stupid because Riddick's running and the guy just trips him. Out of nowhere. How does Riddick not know he was there? And he's like, Super sense guy. Not only that, <clears throat> but how the fuck did the guy get over there? Right. So then he's beating Riddick up, and then weird uh, Farscape girl comes over and starts beating Riddick up too, because she thinks he killed that uh, Indian Zeke. guy. His name was Zeke. Right. So my my question is, he couldn't even have a name that cued us off as to what race he was. Right. His name could have been Abib or Tyrone or <laughs> Manuel. Something. You know what I mean? Something to cue us off. Zeke. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking so. She was blowtorching what exactly? Was she trying to fix the ship? Yeah, what were they trying to do? I didn't. I didn't the understand. The ship is that. lost. Like, yeah, it's fucked. Anyway, uh, now he's captured again. Vinci's I think. I think it was just to show that she had skills. That they were doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Busy work. So, and this is where he he um, Blondie comes to see him, mm-hmm. Carolyn, and he tells her, "All you people are so scared of me, but I'm not the one you should be scared of." Mm-hmm. When Letty finds out about this shit, because she homed in on my little necklace with the homing beacon on it. <laughs> she's going to fuck all you guys yeah, up. She's going to be pissed. So she wants to see his eyes. And mm-hmm. he's like, you're going to have to get a lot closer for that. So she comes over and he like jumps for her. <laughs> <laughs> scares the shit out of her. And then she gets to see his eyes. And that's when the kid comes in. And he's like, how do I get eyes like that? That's what I was doing in the intro in case. I Yo, you know what have been, you know what have been like badass. I'm just thinking about it now. Huh. Jeepers creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Jeepers creepers. Well, I'll tell you, you how. First, you got to get thrown in a hole. Mm-hmm. Where the they tell slam. You're never gonna see the light of day again. Mm-hmm. Then you got to trade a doctor like twenty, 20 cigarettes. He said twenty menthols. Twenty menthols to scrape the lenses of your eyes so they glow so you can see in the dark. Just shine. Yeah. And then uh, then you can have eyes. So the funny thing is, I, I like, until then watching you find it, out in Riddick, it was all a lie. Like, none of that happened. So, if, if I'm not mistaken, I remember watching it. I always thought it was a punishment for his eyes. Right. His eyes were, like, fucked up. But then, don't you find out, like, in Chronicles of Riddick, it's because he's another species or something, right? I don't fucking Like, he's know. a race of people that their eyes are like that. Oh, shit. I don't like, know. he made all that shit about being in the slam up to that kid just to scare him. Uh, again, I always thought it was a punishment. I mean, I have the uh, DVD that has Riddick and Pitch Black on it. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to have to go back and watch Riddick again. Right. Riddick was a long movie. Mm-hmm. It was long, and it got very convoluted. Very. And I got very confused. Very. And I was like, can he just fight something? <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Urban, come on. Bring your ass up with those braids. Carl. Carl. Here's Carl Urban. Winslow. Carl Didn't Winslow. Did I knew that? Carl Winslow. <laughs> Knows all the ingredients of a Twinkie. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, he tells her, 
I didn't kill that dude. Go check the hole. So she goes and checks the hole. He goes, go check the hole. And she started to look down his pant, her pants. He was like, not that hole. Not that She's hole. She's like, oh, sorry. Every time somebody talks to me about a hole, that's usually what I'm talking about. <laughs> Is it my pie hole? No, not that hole either. God damn it, the hole in the ground where the guy disappeared. Oh, sorry. Dumbass. My only issue is, you know, throughout the whole movie, this motherfucker has like all the wherewithal. You know, he knows exactly. Oh yeah, well he's smart. Oh. He's already checked all that shit out. He's been investigating shit. That's what he's been running around doing. Like Vin Diesel seems to me to be the type of character that wants to know exactly what his surroundings are, what he's up against, what's going on. You know what I mean? So that's probably what he's been doing all that time when he's running around. <coughs> so um. She goes back to the hole, and they tie a rope around her, and she goes down, and it's like a cavern with mm -hmm. a ton of holes up top, and there's these big, like, anthill-type things coming up out of the ground, mm -hmm. and she finds out she's at the bottom of a cavern with a bunch of those on top of it. Mm -hmm. She can see the light and stuff. So then uh, she finds Zeke's foot down there and she's like oh it's time to get the fuck up out of here <laughs> so and also there's a creature in there you see the first creature behind her like moving around mm -hmm. and this was very aliens like mm -hmm. it was part of the wall and you really didn't see it till it started slithering around and moving you're like oh shit it was kind of like the alien hive mm -hmm. so um she starts climbing up one of the things because the thing's coming after her but the rope's getting pulled on and she's like oh god mm. ah, I'm freaking out and she's I'm over here I'm over here I'm over here and she's yelling and then the kid hears her and they keep showing Vin Diesel doing his weird calisthenic shit or whatever and then mm -hmm. they finally bust her out and they pull her out and she's like it ain't Zeke the thing that ain't Zeke is down there and it almost ain't me <laughs> she gets dragged back and she's like, get it off, get it off. And they have to get the rope off her because the thing's pulling on the rope to pull her back down here. So the whole, like, Vin Diesel scene, it reminded me of the fucking crazy guy on... Uh, Rob Stoker's Dracula? Yes. He, like, had an instinct. Yes. Of, yeah, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. So then we're Master! Master! <laughs> Beta! <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> So then we get back to Riddick, and he's finally found... Oh, he goes... They go to see Riddick, and he's like, so you finally found something worse than me. <laughs> so the funny thing is, he's he's building up his mystique the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's pulling everybody's strings. And you can tell he's just like, look, I need to have this, you know, this over you guys. Yeah, he's like, I'm enjoying... He's enjoying it. Like, he's really enjoying it. Because dude is, you know, the fucking junkie cop, you yeah. know... He's like he's he's already told him you know I'm the baddest guy blah 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 blah. Right. I think he's like fuck it I'm just gonna feed into that. Yep. Because now they're thinking oh shit we need him mm -hmm. because now there's these creature things and we don't know what they are and Riddick's obviously the most badass guy here. Mm -hmm. Um. So he's kind of making him a deal where he's like I'm gonna let you loose but you know no don't try anything blah blah, blah. and then. He shoots at Riddick, but he ends up shooting off his handcuffs or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he goes, I want remember. you to remember this moment because I could have killed you mm -hmm. and I didn't. And then Riddick jumps forward and like flips his gun around and takes it from him, puts it up to him. He's like, I want you to remember this moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, try and punk me, motherfucker. Motherfucker. So then um, everybody's packing up to go back to the mining colony. 
and they let everybody know that Riddick's free and he's gonna be walking around with them and shit. And the kid's like, "Can I talk to him now?" And they're like, "No, stay away from him." And they're like, "Okay." It's bullshit. So now the kid's like wearing goggles, shaved head, shaved shaved his head. He's all trying to look like Riddick. So now they have water coming out of the well machine thing, and everybody's happy because mm-hmm. there's water. <clears throat> and they figured out what they need to fix the ship. They need more power cells. Um. So now Riddick is investigating, like he's looking around. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the kid's got one of the Muslim kids as a sidekick now. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Come on!" The kid's like following around. Riddick's finding like broken glasses on the ground, valuables just laying in the dirt, shit mm-hmm. like that. And he's like, "Hmm." She's kind of putting two, two and two together, figuring shit out. And then the guy's like, "Come on, we got to go do this." Blah, blah blah. So Riddick knows that that kid's been following him. And he yanks like the... Pull, the he pulls the tarp down. And the kid's right there. He's like, ah! He goes, come on. You heard him? He said, come on. <laughs> come on. But the other the other Muslim kid goes into the corning goes building. Goes into the corning building mm-hmm. and gets left there. Mm-hmm. So then they're, that's when they're talking and he's saying that everybody's dead. And I'm like, how do you know that? And that's like in the tr- in the beginning when he's like... You think everybody left with their clothes on hangers and pictures on their shelves and, you know, they're like, they could have had a weight limit. He goes, well, I know you don't prep your emergency ship unless there's a fucking emergency. He goes, those people aren't here. He goes, whatever got Zeke, got them. Mm-hmm. So, now we go back to the Muslim kid in the corn room and all the miners um, are at the, okay, so... The kid opens the door, and there's a bunch of those creatures hanging out on the ceiling. Like bats or whatever the fuck. And they start flying around, and he runs and hides in a closet, but there's a bunch of them in there, too. That Well, they, I think there was a bigger... I think the actual... Whatchamacallit was in there, like one of the big ones. Because those were... The ones hanging up were a bunch of little ones. Mm-hmm. So then... Um, they go back to talking, and then the Muslim guy comes in, and he's like... Hey, have you seen one of my kids? Have you seen the little one? Yeah. Where's the little one? And they're like, uh-oh. And Vin Diesel's like, did you check the coring room? We're like, what? So my, my thought is, again, even with that, I assume he knew that they were both there. And then when they were leaving, he looked at that sign that said coring room. He knew. Oh, was it? I think it said corning. It was coring because they were digging. Oh, gotcha. I thought it was corning because possibly like... They were making plates and shit in there? No, like... Oh. <laughs> like, that, like that was like their room for like their food. Oh, that's where they made the, the corn squeezins. Mm. The whiskey. Mm. Rain makes corn. Corn makes whiskey. Whiskey gets my girl feeling pretty frisky. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mm. so... Um, they go in there and they're looking around and then they uh, they open the door and there's a bunch of those things in there and they all fly around and they go down into the well and then that kid's body comes falling out all chewed up. <laughs> oh, shit. So then they put the light down the well and they realize that's where all the people are. There's nothing but bones and skulls and shit down there. And they're like, they all hid here because they thought it was secure but they didn't secure the hole. So they all just came up out of the hole and got them. Mm-hmm. And then they realized <clears throat> by looking at the core samples that it all happened 22 years ago because that's when the last core sample was from 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. So then they look at the, uh, they're all, well, these things seem to not like light. So as long as we stay in the light, we're okay. Well, guess what? There's an eclipse coming because they go look at the, 
the little uh, constellation. Or yeah, whatever. the little model that she found. And it's clicking 16, 17, 18, 19. She goes, it was 22 years ago this month. And when it hits 22, the whole thing goes through an eclipse. You're like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh, shit. So this is stupid. They died for no reason. And I didn't realize this until just today when I watched this. Mm-hmm. If they wouldn't have fucked around and just gone straight back to the ship, got the cells, and came back, they'd have been off that planet before the eclipse happened. Mm -hmm. But they fucked around with water and arguing, and then the bounty hunter, I'm sorry, the the main, the druggy cop, we don't know he's a bounty hunter yet, but the druggy cop doesn't want to get the cells right away because he's afraid Vin Diesel's going to kill the pilot, get on the thing, and fly away, and leave them all there. My thought is with that, it makes sense. With that, you know... With what he's saying, you know, in that moment, he's like, look, this motherfucker knows how to fly a plane and blah, 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 blah. Load him last. Right. That Keep is a my... gun to his head and load him last. Come on. I about to say, you fucking... <laughs> yeah, everybody died for no reason, because they had ample time. You know what you do? You fucking hog time. Right. Do something. Fucking hand to feet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, behind your back, and hog then have time. A, and then have a gun on his head. Come on. Constantly. Like... If you're really that distrusting. Yeah, they fucked themselves. Not only that... I'm the, you know, I'm the bounty hunter, hog tying this motherfucker, keeping the gun on him. You guys go right. grab the cells, boom, 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 and boom, And the little boom. car they got to use to get back to the Come ship on. is solar powered. The motherfucker works. Right. Let's do this. So then the druggy cop is having withdrawals. Mm-hmm. And... He's like, those shakes are bad. Yep. And Riddick is shaving his head with oil, which I thought was fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Oil and a fucking knife. So I thought, no shivs. And he goes, shit, this is just a personal, personal hygiene grooming. Utensil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's when you find out the cop isn't a cop. He's a fucking bounty hunter. And um, Vin Diesel's telling this to the blonde chick. Mm-hmm. He's like, I he's, hope I can get you like, by he's yourself. Got that, he's got that shiny badge and all that shit, but he's not a cop. He's a fucking merc. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's down there, but I know as soon as the sun goes down, the killing's going to start. And it ain't going to stop till we're all dead. Mm-hmm. We're all fucked. And then um, he tells her that the druggy cop stole all the drugs out of the ship. He's like, no wonder why and that's your friend why your died. friend had to die in agony because there was no drugs because he stole them all. So my thought is if I got something fucking hanging out, you know, impaled me, shoot me. Right? Shoot me in the head. Fuck that. Like, and I'm already fucked dead, up. Shoot him in the head. Yeah. Like, seriously. <coughs> in my, put me out of my yep, misery. Right. Like if if you if you have had any love for me, right? This is the moment to show it. Yep. Fuck that. So now she's pissed, mm-hmm. and she goes and finds uh, Johns, mm-hmm. and when she finds him, he's fucking shooting drugs into his eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was like, "What are you doing over there? You shooting drugs in your eye? <laughs> I got shot in the eye before. It stings. Doesn't feel good." <laughs> It wasn't drugs, It though, wasn't drugs. But that's a story for another time. <laughs> John's, his name was John's, too. Yeah. He was a John, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Times was hard. <laughs> and so was he. So uh, they take the solar car back to the crash, finally, to get the cells. But as soon as they get there... Fuck, here comes the eclipse. Wait, so before then, you know, when they have their exchange or whatever, he's like, she's like, you, you know, you, 
you could have helped him. He's like he was already dead. Oh yeah, he, he was his very brain, nonchalant. His brain just didn't know it yet. He was already dead. His brain just hadn't acknowledged it yet. Yeah, it's like oh shit. But he's he's going. And she got through. this look on her face like wow, you really are an asshole. Because she's like, I thought you were a cop. Nope, never said so, that. So building up to this, Vin Diesel kind of cock blocked him. Because mm-hmm. building up to this, they had kind of had a report like he was going to try and get a little something, something eventually. You know what I mean? But yeah, so. The sun starts, because he just says, he's like, we don't even know when it's going to happen. I don't know why you're in such a hurry. And then all of a sudden, whoa, whoa. Right. So then the eclipse starts. And that's when crazy looking lady from Farscape's like, uh, if we're going to go, we need to go now because this thing's solar powered. Mm-hmm. So then they all hop on it and take off when the eclipse starts. Stupid idiot. Stupid. You could have been gone two hours ago. Right. Not even thinking about this shit. Right. <laughs> and um, so... They get back to the crash site, and they're getting ready to load everything up, and they go full eclipse right there. And it's like, uh-oh. So this is a cool... I love these scenes of the eclipse. It's so cool looking. Mm-hmm. Like I thought the CGI was pretty good there. I, I really, yeah, and that, really yes. thought it looked cool. So then all the creatures start coming out of the ground. Yeah, this reminds me of Dust Till Dawn. Yes. Have you ever been to like Carlsbad Cavern or anything like that when the bats start coming out? Mm-mm. It looks just like that shit. shit. It's really cool. Just thousands of bats coming out of the cave. It's so cool looking. Wait, anyway, wait, wait, wait. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I thought I smelled beautiful. <laughs> so then everybody runs for cover, but Riddick and Farscape Chick get caught out in the open. And then, like, they all they both fall down on the ground and they're laying there still. And it seems to be working. <laughs> but the first group flies overhead and she freaks out. When they're gone, and she jumps up and takes off. But Riddick stays on the ground. And the kid's yelling, stay down, stay down. She fucking gets grabbed by a bunch of those things and ripped in half. Mm -hmm. And then they show them, like, swarming. And did you notice that? They were, like, tossing her back and forth, and she was still screaming. She's screaming, yeah. Ah! She was, her top half was still alive. That was fucking crazy. It it reminded me of fucking Predator 2 when, uh... The Jamaican the guy head got chopped off, and he's still screaming. And he's still screaming, and he's uh, walking away. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it reminded yeah. me of. <laughs> that's the same one where he uh, he cut the boxer's hands off too. Mm-hmm. And I'm, oh my god, that movie fucked me up a little bit. Like, wow, that's the urban jungle for you. Yup. <laughs> Concrete. Oh yeah, we might have to do that because we've already done Predator. Yeah. Because I also like the part where he's in the building mm-hmm. and he's trying to fix himself, and he's like, ah, oh! <laughs> screaming. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck, fucking crackheads. <laughs> so now uh, they're in the ship. Oh, I mean, they're uh, the eclipse is in full effect now. So well, Vin Diesel gets in. Yeah, they, he makes it in. The the then Jack is like, if she only stayed down, just yeah, be alive. Right. Blah blah blah. And the professor guy's freaking out. Mm-hmm. So then um, they start hearing that some of those things are in the ship with them. Mm-hmm. So um, they're trying to make their way through the uh, wreckage. Vin Diesel's like cutting holes in the wall with like a blowtorch and they're going through. And then the second, this is where the second Muslim kid gets eaten mm-hmm. because Vin Diesel's kind of stalking. Yeah. He's hiding in the darkness, looking at one of these things up there, eating another one of the things. Mm-hmm. So they cannibalize each other. And then that other kid stumbles in there. He's like, boy, do you have bad time? Bad time. <laughs> they're standing there still. And Vin Diesel's like, just don't run. <laughs> right. And what does the kid do? Runs. He runs. And then, yeah, the things get him and they eat him. So then Riddick is seeing one of the... um, 
he's because he, you know he can see in the dark. Mm-hmm. So he it's cool because like he's stepping back into the darkness. Mm-hmm. So they managed to kill they managed to kill one somehow. I don't remember how. But that's when they are. They find a dead one. Yeah, and he puts the bone up to it. Yeah, and he realizes they have a blind spot, like right in the middle mm-hmm. of their head. And of course, like if I've, if I remember correctly, the the trailer for this, the big scene was when he's like in front of it, or he's right, moving yep. with it. That yeah, was like the that was, selling. That was, cool. that was the selling fucking trailer portion. You know, right. portion of the trailer. Where you're like, oh, I'm gonna watch this fucking movie. So when they find the dead one and he mm-hmm. finds out there's a blind spot, that's when they're shining the light on it and it's like disintegrating and like, oh, light hurts it. Mm-hmm. That's when they realize light hurts them. So they decide to light up to protect themselves mm-hmm. and they're going to try and get the batteries back to the other ship so they can escape. So this is where the cop and, or Johns and Carol, is that her name, Carol? Carolyn. Carolyn have the the fight, which like... Bitch, you Whether gonna, to go or not to Right, go. like this fucking suicide. Because Riddick's going to lead them through the darkness because he can see. It's fucking suicide, but you, you know, now you care about people and you try to kill us. Fucking right, and he tries to tell <laughs> off on everybody. And it's funny, she goes, how much you weigh? He's like, I don't know, like 79 kilos or something. Oh, you know, 79 kilos of cowardly shit or whatever. She, and he gets, God damn it, because he walked into it. <laughs> right. It's so funny. <laughs> So he's convinced that Riddick is going to screw them all and leave them behind. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, so their first encounter, he's like, bitch, you think I like shooting this shit up? He's like, look, feel back here. He's like, he went for the sweet spot and missed. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah, why he yeah. was saying, I shoot up or, you know, I, I take the drugs because I'm fucked up. Right. Like, I don't know if that was a soft story. Kind of a cop out, right, though. He's right. trying to blame his addiction on Riddick. For sure. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, I hate... I hate druggies. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look. I don't like to think I look down my nose at anybody, but I really have a disdain for drug addicts. My thought is it's your choice. You chose, yeah, and you, you choose to, to, you know, to continue to do. Excuse. Yeah, I understand yeah, that. Yeah. We all we got to uh, deal with our issues. Don't get me wrong, but come on, bro. I just like to think, yeah. I've you, li- you. This is the line of work that you chose. I have a stronger will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's why, look, hey, five days in, motherfucker. Right. For Mind over matter. Time. Mind over matter. <laughs> I'll be fine till something pisses me off real bad. And then I'll be like, I want a cigarette. I want a cigarette. I want a cigarette. You start singing meatloaf. Right. I would do anything for love or a fucking cigarette. And I'll do that. It's my cigarette and I want it now. Call J.G. Whitworth. Eight seven seven cigarette now. Eight seven seven cigarette now. But seriously, bitch, give me a cigarette. <laughs> so the last time I said I was quitting, this mm-hmm. guy I work with, mm-hmm. I bump cigarettes on every now and then, mm-hmm. and uh, he was like, "I'm not going to give you any more cigarettes." I'm like, "Okay, cool, Gex. I'm trying to quit." Mm-hmm. Like, All right. Like a week later, I I hadn't quit, and I was like, "Hey, can I get a cigarette?" He goes, "Fuck you." And I was like, "What?" You're seriously not going to give me a cigarette? He's like, no. Because you're trying to quit. I said, I'm not trying to quit anymore. He goes, I don't care. He's like, you fucker. You're trying to quit my book. Right. <laughs> Ain't going to bump no more cigarettes on me. So this time, mm-hmm. he goes, I'm not going to deny you a cigarette. If you try to bump a cigarette on me, I'm just going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'll fuck you up. The funny thing is, everybody knows <laughs> that I, you know, it's almost a year that I've quit smoking right. in general, right? Because I, I used to smoke cigars, like really, really. Yeah. I'm talking actual cigars, not yep. black and miles, not yeah. like. 
Actual cigars. I love a good cigar. Oh, them. oh just, man. Yeah. Man. But it's just for looks. I don't like <sighs> it. <laughs> so, no, I like, um, like all my peoples, like they smoke and they smoke weed and stuff like that, right? Right. And everybody knows I, I've, no one's ever seen me smoke weed. Ever. It's because he only does it in his house. Ever. I'm just kidding. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've right. probably smoked 10 times in life ever. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. So, like they'll be passing the blunt. And I'll go to reach for it. And they're like, fuck you. What are you doing? That's <laughs> and funny. And they'll pass it around me. So uh, I tried to do it the other day with the cigarette. And they're like, hey, hey, hey. Uh, fuck are you doing? <laughs> you did good because after every podcast, we used to go down to the garage. I'd have a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And I'd always be like, you want one? No, I don't want one. Okay. Because mm-hmm. my, my thought was I understood that um, after a while, it was just habitual habit. Right. I it didn't totally even, is. I didn't even get like, like, at one point in time, I enjoyed smoking. Right. Like that was like, for one, not only was it the conversation that goes along with smoking, that's what actually got me into smoking. It's the conversation. You know, you have five people standing around shooting the shit for five minutes, taking a pause from life. And then it went from that to enjoying smoking. Right. But my thought is we have the conversation up here going downstairs. We have a brief conversation and I leave. I'm like, at one point in time, it was then just all smoking. Right. And then I, when I realized that I'm doing this just out of habitual habit, I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then, like, and I knew the quitting was coming for me because I started getting to the point where I was only smoking, like, three quarters of it mm-hmm. or half of it. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want it anymore. I knew I was getting close. Like, I did that for a couple of weeks to finally I was at the point where I was like, I smoked one. I was like, this is the last one I'm smoking. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy it. I'm going to see if I can go the rest of the day without buying a pack because this is my last one. Mm-hmm. Now I'm out. And I went today. Nice. And I was like, I'm going to see if I can go two days. And I went two days. Now I'm on day five. I'm not even really thinking about it that much. So mm-hmm. it's all right. So now they're all wrapped up in glow sticks. Mm-hmm. For, <laughs> How the fuck did all this just start glowing? Like they're going to a rave. Well, they opened up the... Burning Man. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they opened up the like the panels on the flooring and all the wiring was glowing for whatever. I don't know. Right. It's probably it was a convenient fucking... Pl- plutonium or MacGuffin. something like that. Right. For sure. So then um, the stupid professor guy, they're, they're like running through the dark. Mm-hmm. And one of the things like falls off and the kid's trying to get it. And then the things are closing in. They're trying to save the kid. The professor guy freaks out and takes off running. But they're all tied together to this rig he of fucked light. fucked up the rig. He fucks up the rig. And then he gets eaten. And he's sitting there in the dark. He's like, I was supposed to die in France. I've never even made it to France. And he takes a drink. He's got his lighter. And this was the part they kept showing in the commercial, yep, too. Yep, they definitely he did. He blew the lighter, which made a big flame, and they were just all around him. You're like, oh, fuck. So the funny thing is there's a, there's a small foreshadowing with that earlier, because he does it. He was drinking. He was like, oh, this is the good stuff. He yeah. had the lighter, and was like, Pfft. Right. And he showed a little flame. So yeah. when he does it again, you're like, Because he was saying, we got all that alcohol. Anything over 40 proof or whatever lights would up burn. really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now, um, Riddick is see, Riddick can see them eating him because he can see in the dark. And then, um, this is where Riddick outs the kid as being a girl. Mm-hmm. He's like... They've been honest. They've been honest, especially since they smelled her blood. I'm like, what are you talking about? Carolyn's not cut? He's like, not her. Her. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, oh, I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm bleeding. Um... <laughs> 
And then Vin Diesel was like, I don't trust anything that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die. Look, <laughs> so th- there's a, there's foreshadowing again because he said something. They know our blood. Yeah, so they got the smell of our blood now. They, she had the light, and she's going over her fingers, and it was showing that she didn't have any cuts. Yeah. So then when he says it, then you're like, fuck you She makes a about? face. Right. When he says it it's about like, the blood. Fuck you talking about. And then that's when it's like, oh, because that's yeah. the shocker. Because yeah. up until then, you're like, yeah, right, look, two in the pink, one the stink yeah, the type shocker? shit, you know. Okay. That's when you're like, oh, it is a girl. Yeah. And she's on her period. Oh, yeah. no. So then they argue whether <laughs> they should go back to the ship or keep going. Mm-hmm. And they decide to keep going. Nah, because, well, this, they, they have it out again. Like, bitch, you have us out here on this right. fucking this suicide mission. Now you want to go back? You want to go back? Right. After this motherfucker died? No. We're halfway. So now Riddick and the cop, or Riddick and the... Wait, 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 wait. Bounty hunter, whatever. Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. Because that is exactly what they're doing in this moment. You know, the the black dude has already prayed. They have that that conversation (laughs) later. (laughs) I feel like it's fit. Take my hand and you won't get eaten. Well, make it, I swear. Right? (laughs) So then um, they're walking ahead. The druggy dude and Vin Diesel, and he's saying to use the girl as bait to get them all there faster. Mm-hmm. And so, who's the real bad guy here? So, look, because you know what I mean. This is almost. This is almost. This. This would you know kind of cross my mind. Just side with me. Right. Just, just side, and yeah. I'll give you everything. This is the. Oh, this we're, is going, we're going back. Jesus, a, on a little, this. a little biblical here. This yeah. is you know the devil and Jesus having a conversation on the mountain, mm-hmm. looking down, saying, "Look, just side with me, and you can have everything that you see. Right. You know, this is this is all yours. You you know you. You, and you ever get the idea, Jesus? Like, bitch, this ain't yours to give. Right, yes, for sure. Hell? For sure. For sure. No pun intended. <laughs> for sure. Like, no, no. I already know what I'm doing. But in this moment, he's like. Think we'll need something a little bigger, right? Dun dun dun, dun. and that's when they start fighting. Mm-hmm. And then everybody sees them fighting, and they're like, "Run back to the ship!" So they start running the other way. Mm-hmm. But then finally, Vin Diesel kicks the shit out of this guy. Finally, after getting get his, his shit getting tossed shit, up the whole yeah, time, all the movie, um, he finally kicks the shit out of the guy, and then he, the guy gets eaten because he slices him with his yeah, he cuts personal grooming. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, so I put Riddick whoops his ass finally, and then he gets eaten. And Riddick meets back up with the group, and he's like, "Well, you guys are going the wrong way, you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. So now they're they're gonna press on and try to get to the ship again. So um, this is where uh, Riddick figures out the blind spot thing, and then um, he talks to the Muslim dude about God, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You don't believe in God," and Riddick, this is where Riddick's like. He grew up, he was born in a dumpster with a umbilical cord wrapped around his neck and had a shitty life and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, it's not that I don't believe in God. I just hate the fucker. He's like, oh, I definitely believe in him. Right. Because I hate him. Right. So, and the guy's like, oh, God is going to be there for us, blah, blah, blah. So then, now he's pulling the cells himself Mm -hmm. because the rig's all fucked up. And now they're running because they're trying to book it and get through. Mm Mm-hmm. The creatures are in a frenzy above them, eating each other. Because what he says is, he's Don't like, look, look up. <laughs> he says, keep the light on my back, not in my eyes. Yeah, so you can see. And I'll lead you. 
So, like, there's guts and shit falling from the sky, and he just keeps mm-hmm. going, don't look up! Don't look they up. They look up anyway. They're all in a frenzy out there, like, eating each other. It's mm-hmm. crazy. So, the girl... So, my thought was, in that moment, I thought they possibly, you know, their the creatures thought were, if we can knock out this light, you know, because they have the... Oh, like they did Alien Resurrection? Right. They have the bottles, you know, of, of fucking alcohol. If we yeah. can knock these flames out, right. they're fucked. That was my thought, like... I don't think they were that smart. And then I think they were they were straight up cannibalizing each other because there's nothing else on the planet to eat. Because mm-hmm. that's what that one was doing in the dark when Vin Diesel saw him. Mm-hmm. He was up there eating a smaller one. <laughs> you got to think if there's millions of these things and there's nothing to eat, they're going to eat each other. Right. So one of them, like a body falls or something and it drops one of the rib cages on the skeleton thing mm-hmm. and the girl gets trapped underneath it. And the thing's up there trying to eat her and it's like peck, peck, banging peck, peck, its head. Peck, peck, it's like peck, a chicken. Peck. Right. And she's trapped, and then Carolyn tries to save her. Vin Diesel ultimately ends up turning around and coming back. And this is where he grabs the thing, mm-hmm. and he fucking slices it open all badass, blah, 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 and he like kills it. Oh, shit. Right. And then um, I said, I put Riddick kills it, badass. badass. And now it's raining. Mm-hmm. And Vin Diesel starts laughing, and he looks over at the Muslim guy, and he goes, Where's your god now? now? Dude, seriously, these motherfuckers cannot catch a break. Look, and and talk about the you know blasphemous part right there. Right. And I I think it's so badass when he's like, Where's your god now? Right. Where's your god now? (laughs) He's like, uh, you just curse your god and die. (laughs) All right, Job. (laughs) So yeah, so they they try to push on a little more and then Riddick stops and he's looking and she's like just tell me the mining camp's right over there. Just tell me it's right over there. And he goes, we can't make it. Like, he finally comes to the realization we're not going to make it. <coughs> so he hides them. Oh, uh, the third Muslim kid gets gets killed right here. Mm-hmm. He gets dragged up the thing and eaten. Out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Randy Orton just fucking grabbed him. <laughs> and then the Muslim guy's like, no! Stella! <laughs> Stella! So then uh, Riddick hides them in like this little cave thing. So my thought is, he lied to her. It was bullshit. Can't make it. No, we can't make it. That's what I said. I was going to say, you know, he said, we can't make We can't make it. Mm-hmm. He didn't lie. He said, we can't make it. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So then he hides them in this little cave and he takes off with the batteries because he can make it. Mm-hmm. But he can't make it with them. So he gets there, and um, while they're hiding, they find these little glowy bugs on the ceiling of the cave thing they're in, and they start filling the bottles with them to make light. So my my thought is, those are the creatures, because their their blood is blue. Oh, you think they're little baby larvae creatures? I think so. And and the reason I is- thought they were natural, like that was their natural defense against the creatures mm. to not get eaten. But you might be right. I'm like, their blood was blue, so maybe, you know, yeah. they start off like that, and, because again, they're in the dark. Could be right, because they looked all weird when they looked at mm-hmm. them. Like they had, like, <laughs> So, my my thought with this whole thing is, because they're, they remember they tried to squeeze all the liquid, all the uh, alcohol into the one bottle. Yeah, so they could relight it. They all goes it out. Keep it burning. Um my biggest issue with this movie, I, and we didn't talk about it off mics, is why the fuck didn't you just fly the ship over there to go get them from the place you hid them at? I think 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because there's because it, it, it was wide open. It's not like it was a big ass. I wanted that. Place. Okay, we're actually it's good you said that because we're getting to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she fills her bottle and runs to catch Riddick. Riddick has the ship all prepped. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know at this point if he was going to take off without them mm-hmm. or go get them mm-hmm. or what was going on. Because he's telling her, she's like, we can't leave them. He goes, why don't you just come with me? I have a better idea. You just come with yeah. me. And then she's like, you're fucking with me right now. I know you are. Mm-hmm. And then she jumps on him and she's like, I won't leave them. And then he like flips her back over and he's like, you're willing to die for them? And she's like, I will die for them. And that goes back to the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie. It's her character development. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not dying for them. Mm-hmm. Now, I will die for them. So, they go back to get them. Fortunately. No, I don't understand why they didn't just fly the ship back to get them. Yeah, that was stupid. Does it make any sense? Because what was he going to do? Was he just going to take off or was he going to go back and get them? My th- that, not only that, you have a fucking ship. Yes. You have a fucking ship. Like... The, can that ship only go that way like a shark? You know what I'm saying? It can't go Or maybe backwards. it was too small to land. The area was too small for it to land in. I don't know. Look. But it didn't look that big to me. My thought is, <coughs> you, you, you fucking put all the lights up. You know what I'm saying? Or at least fly that motherfucker closer. You know, whatever the fuck you the case is. You could have just hovered over and shot the light all the way over to the thing where you could land and get Come there. on. Right. Come on. But they went back by themselves. On foot. On foot. Stupid. And then now they're running back. And now they get the people, and they're running back to the ship. And then when they show up, the girl's like, I never had any doubts that Riddick was going to come back, but she was totally... Because she was like, he's not coming back. Yep. And and, and then, then uh, the Muslim guy says, there is my God. You yep, know, he says yep. something like that. Right. <clears throat> so then they have to run through like a group of the things that were fighting each other, and they have to wait for a break, and they run through. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, the three of them make it to the ship. Riddick doesn't. Mm-hmm. And they're all standing around. Now, this is a bitch right here. Because they're about to leave him. Right. Uh, Riddick has one in his way. And this is when he's doing that cool thing with the blind spot where he's running back and forth with it. Mm-hmm. And then there's two of them, and he's in between them. And then he's got the knife. And then they don't really show what happens, but you kind of put it together. He fought him, and he killed him. Mm-hmm. So now they want to leave him. Ain't that a bitch. Right. I purposely put ain't that a bitch thought no i thought we were gonna stop and talk about this okay that's so fucking human shit Mm -hmm. for sure and the fact that it was the muslim guy the man of god Mm -hmm. pisses me off even more Mm -hmm. he's like come on let's just go let's just go so now it's okay right to leave now that it's you right that's gonna be safe definitely and no, so what God told you? What God told you to leave him behind because he was a dirty, filthy sinner. So what it is is the, um, it's the first law of human nature, right? You know, preservation of law. You yeah. know, preservation of, of self. self. Yeah. And if if you notice, he's fighting it the whole time. Yeah. And then now it's like, Not, what? You know what though? What I noticed also earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. When they first got the water flowing, mm-hmm. he jumped in front of all three of them kids to dip his hand under and he gets them. Mm-hmm. So come on, man. It's like, wow. Me off, yeah. me off. So I was definitely like, fuck. Right? They're going to leave him. That sucks. Yeah. So then they can hear him screaming in the distance. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, he's gone for sure. So then he finally makes it back to the no, ship. No, no, no. What's name goes after him? Oh, the, she was. Oh, she goes to find him. She runs after him, and she runs into he him. He drops back down. Yeah, like he falls and he's fucked up. 
You can see yeah. he has blue shit all over yeah, him. He's so all, and he's bloody. He's bleeding. So she's trying to help him back to the ship. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Come on, I'm and not she leaving goes, you." She goes, "No." What she said was, "I said I'd die for them, not you." Let's go, like mm-hmm. sarcastically. Right. So he's all bloody and injured, and she she's helping him. She's almost gone to the ship, and she gets stabbed. And you see the blood, and yeah. you you almost think like he Fuck. did it, right? Yeah, you think it. <clears throat> when we were watching this, Ro goes, "Did he just stab her?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "No, just watch," because I knew what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she gets pulled away, and he sees you see her. Yeah, and she's impaled. Yeah, and You're she like, gets pulled oh, up and she starts to get eaten. And then he's laying there, and he goes, "Not for me, not for me," you know. Right. And that was kind of you saw his humanity there, like. I wasn't worth you dying for. You know, that's what I got out of it. But you see, well, you see his, you see his, not only humanity, but his character development throughout the whole thing. Because he goes back for Jack. And he was like, fuck, you can see he did not want to. He goes back for them all together. You know what this reminds me of? Fuck. You know who it reminds me of? CJ. Oh. CJ from Dawn of the Dead. Mm Mm-hmm. For sure. Fucking figures. I thought you were going to say Seth. Seth Gecko? Yeah. Seth also. Because he was like, you can all live forever or you can die today. I don't care. Right. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Right. You know. And then they were his family by the end. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have friends. I have family. (laughs) Letty. (laughs) So then uh, Riddick gets on the ship and he starts it up. And then he shuts it all down. And then the girl's like, what are you doing? He goes, she goes, can we just get the fuck out of here, please? He's like, we can't leave. And then he waits, and they're all ganging up on the ship. They're all over it. He goes, without saying goodnight. And he turns it on, and the the blasters come on and incinerate all of them. Then the lights come on the front, and it fucks up the ones in the front. And then he takes off. And that was the corny one-liner for the movie. Mm -hmm. We can't leave. Without saying goodnight. So then they're flying through space. And uh, the girl's like, we're going to run into a lot of people. Especially Mercs. Huh? Especially Mercs. Right. She goes, what are we going to tell them about you? And he goes, we're going to tell them Riddick died. On the planet. And he goes, because Riddick died on that planet down there. And it's like, oh. He came full circle. Full circle. He's a good person again. So then um, they fly away and then we get credits. Some long ass credits too. Oh yeah. Because I was waiting for the credits to end because there's a little uh, featurette, like a five minute featurette at the end of this about the making of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Because at that time period when they're trying to fight DVD, mm-hmm. they're competing with DVDs, but you really can't. You or know. the director's cut type yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, that's why it's a special edition on this one because it has that thing nice. at the end. But um, then they roll credits and that was it. That's, mm-hmm. that's pitch black. So the Muslim guy, the kid, and Riddick made it out. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So three out of 40. Right? <laughs> <clears throat> three out of the original 10 that made it, made it. Right. But yeah, it's, yeah if they would have left when they could have, like they that wouldn't have been a movie, I guess, but... Scale of one to ten, what do you think? Seven. Yeah. It's a seven. I was gonna say six and a half, but no, it's a seven. No, I give like, it a I give it a good seven. It's a it's a solid seven. Because this is totally a movie you can put on when you're doing something. Mm-hmm. It's familiar. I would say it's a memorable you movie. You remember things about mm-hmm. it. It's got likable characters. Mm-hmm. It kind of fucked me up when the weird 
Farscape chick died because I liked her character. Mm-hmm. And the way she got ripped apart and she was still screaming as her, I was like, oh, man, that sucks. When you feel remorse that the character's dying, I think they did a good job with the character. Definitely. Like, there's movies you watch where I can't wait for a motherfucker to get it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, and this is set up such, like, you know, like a horror movie. Right. I mean, like, it is so set up like it. But then you're like, damn, this is definitely a sci-fi movie. Yep. So I like it. I liked it too. I give it a I give it a good solid seven. BBG meter, nothing. There's no boobs. No, I'm not like, really blood and guts either. I mean, you see a little the, splash here, the there. Purple, blue stuff. And then when was. when the ambiguous guy died, that's about it. Yeah. The only other thing was uh, Carolyn was very cold through most of the movie. <laughs> cold bitch. She had a little nipply shit going on. But that's about <laughs> it. See, I'd give it a zero all the way across. Well, I give mm-hmm. on the blood. I'd probably you know maybe a three. So not bad, though. It's a good entertaining movie. Oh, no, no, for sure. Speaking of entertaining, let's check out what we're going to be doing next week. We have a very deep laceration here. Both wounds are identical, the same size, same shape. You think I did this? What's happening in your life, Frankie? It is some sort of attack. Wrists are bandaged. We're investigating this one. Miss Page, I travel around the world investigating miracles. Do you know what the stigmata are? Five wounds, his back scourged by whips, or nails driven through his hands and feet. Only deeply devout people have been afflicted these wounds. Which church do you attend? I don't go to church. All stigmatics suffer the most intense demonic attacks. I wrote that. It's a form of Aramaic that hasn't been used for 1900 years. Problem is what it says. It was written entirely in the language of Jesus. Written in the first person. There are some in the Vatican who believe that this could destroy the church. You've no idea who you're dealing with. Who are you? Your messenger non importante. This is a warning. I can't escape this. You lied to me. You tried to silence her. If she receives another wound, she's going to die. Take me. Let me be your messenger. How's your faith these days, Father? How's your faith these days? You know what the cool thing is? That was Stigmata, by the way. We're going to be doing Stigmata on Easter weekend. I thought it was appropriate. Badass. In that trailer, she's like, how's your faith these days, Father? How's your faith? In the movie, she goes, how's your faith these days, Father? How's your faith? Like, her voice changes for the how's your faith. It's really fucking cool. So, yeah. uh, This movie, Uh 
started me down my path to paganism, and I'll tell you exactly why next week. So stay tuned for that. Uh, check us out next Easter weekend for Stigmata. And uh, I am Jasperino on behalf of my co-host with the most, the man, the myth, the legacy, Mr. Roman Alvarado. We hope you guys have a great week. We will catch you here next time, and we will catch you motherfuckers on the flip side. Peace.